Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Talking to your mother? Yeah. You weren't mad that she got you sick? It really wasn't her that got me sick. Oh, it was a long hand sickness. A bebe. A bebe. A little bebe. Yeah, they're trying to do something good. A bebe. I lost 10 pounds I didn't have to lose, but. Wow. I lost five pounds. Oh, yeah, the hard way. He could be a podcast listener. Traditional podcast. That's true. (laughs) Looking down. You never heard of that? No, no. That's a term I made up. Traditional Traditional podcast. podcast. Like in the olden days when, you know, podcasts. Right. Like five years ago. Do you remember how we got attacked? Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, that's what I said. It was really exciting. I thought it was. I don't know how you thought that game was exciting, but you didn't think Sunday was exciting. And I'm not saying you. said I did? I just said I'm not saying you individually. (laughs) I know you listen to my stations a lot, Fred. I'm being accused. No, 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 not you. I'm going to start uh, doing one a week until yeah. I'm down to the weight that I should be. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, it's a good diet. You're be doing deal. that for the next 10 years? <laughs> this is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. Patriots Unfiltered! All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium. And uh, another off-season Patriots Unfiltered show. I'm, I'm, I'm in... You guys in a good mood? I can't see you, Fred. Mostly. Why uh, are these monitors? We've in the got way? monitors for the revolution. It's Why do okay. they need monitors? They they need because they're doing the show from the studio. <laughs> I, I knew that. Yeah. Already. So uh, you feel right. good? I feel pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's off season. So I mean, there's a lot of hand rate. What's the patron? What are they going to do about the coaches I and know. all that stuff? I feel like that's going to take care of itself. Why I'm not what? worried about that. I'm more worried about the personnel. Well, there was a little bit of news in that regard over the weekend, or you know, over the long holiday weekend. There was Burt Breer's uh, report that Joe Judge is going to be a, a quarterbacks coach. Matt Patricia is going to be offensive line coach. So there's a little bit more clarity than maybe we had the last time we were on the air. Question, Paul, Paul, question Paul from the back, raising yes. his hand. Yeah. I don't think that's right. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Yeah, I'm wondering if, like, What's the source of that? And right. Yeah. I, I heard that, and I'm, I said, I'm going to write this down to remember if this is exactly how it happens. Because well, there, everyone's about, running with it. Yeah, everyone's there's been about three it. or four iterations of how it's all. Yeah, this, this is terrible. we got to do something <laughs> yeah. about this. Um, and, and I don't think that, that any of them have it quite right. Um, I think it's close in some ways, but it's not quite right. Um I'll take my stab at it if everybody else is going to do it. Yeah, I'm, let's 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 go with a with with a show like submission. Okay, Patriots right. Unfiltered says the coaching staff is okay. So I I think Matt Patricia will work with the offensive line. That's the one that makes sense because he actually has worked with the offensive line in the past, albeit seventeen fi- fifteen years ago. Years ago seventeen years. <laughs> he ago. played offensive line too. Um, I'll go with that one. I think. Nick Cayley is going to move to quarterbacks, and Joe Judge will work with tight ends. And I think ultimately your play caller will be Nick Cayley. Nick Cayley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, my, that's my feeling. I agree with that. The only one I would – I still am a little bit surprised if it's true that Patricia's going to go back into coaching. Me too. I just – there's a lot that he's doing on the personnel side, you know, back office type stuff. And I, I haven't been able to see you, and I wanted to talk to you about that because about a week and a half ago, you sort of convinced me that he wasn't going back to coaching. That's right. And, and you I, said it in a way that made me think that you may have, know no, I, somebody. I, no, listen. I mean, everybody does what they can do on Belichick's staff. We've seen that in the past. So it wouldn't be – 
you know, but it would surprise me in this instance if Patricia has time to be a, a position coach and all the stuff that he's doing, you know, on the other, you know. Well, but is he still going to do that stuff? I, well, yeah, That's I don't know. That's the question. Know. If he but, decides to go back to coach, like, remember when, when Casario first started here, he was, I think, personnel. Then he ended up coaching wide receivers in 07. Then he went back to personnel. So he kind of, like, gave up one thing to do the other each time. It's not like he was doing all of those things. Yeah, but what do so you – So maybe, maybe this from, is the same from thing. From what I've been told uh, on the personnel side, it's a lot. It's hiring people. It's installing processes and new software and all this stuff. And, and now all of a sudden you're just going to start coaching. I, I, it's just surprising to me. Oh, and, and not even to mention, was he kind of doing the Bill Ernie thing last year? Was he the game day, yeah. you know, voice in yeah. Bill's ear? That too. I mean, that's can he balance all that? Could he be the offensive line coach, the personnel? manager and the game day you know and then is, is an assistant coaching the offensive line on game day and and maybe Elliot, they need him another maybe body. Elliot Wolf takes over a lot of the stuff that you were just talking about Fred because mm -hmm. you know he was in line for a couple of the GM jobs didn't get them and now he's back here so maybe that's a logical role for him to step into yeah I mean possibly but you know if you're Bill like how long you know, don't you think that Elliot Wolf's not long for you? You know, like he didn't right. leave this season, but probably he's going to leave next season. Maybe, you know. But I mean, yeah. same thing with Ziegler. You know, Casario yeah. left. Ziegler was here for a year. Now Ziegler yeah. left. So I mean, I yeah. I just it looked to me everything that I've been seen and heard that Patricia was more along the route of the GM route rather than coaching again. Like I've had enough with coaching. I I'm I'm going to uh, invest. You know, look at. More of the personnel GM uh, part of football. Especially coaching offensive line, which feels like such a – I don't want to say it's totally detached, but at least with some of the defensive positions, you see the crossover, and they all work together, and they put a plan together, whereas you always see the offensive line down in Dante's Inferno doing their own right. thing, so self-contained. Matt Patricia last year floating around like Bill kind of does, yeah. checking out different things from different days. So I still think they need another body – in there somewhere, even if it's a lower level guy, it just doesn't feel like they have enough. Well, it wasn't just Priscilla last year that was doing offensive. Bill line. Yates, Bill Yates. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe, so he's still may, maybe Patricia's just kind of like helping out Yates until he's ready. Maybe next year Yates takes the maybe kind of overseeing overseeing it, but, it a little but bit. Yates is going to be the actual coach. Yeah, that, maybe that could be. Yeah, possible. But again, Isaiah Wynn last year, uncertainty at right tackle. These are long term positions that they need to find and. Yeah. develop and protect Mac and you know just kind of seeming right now like the offensive line is a little bit well he'll just do it right it's a but, little bit but different. aside from Patricia I I'm not I'm not like um freaking out about the rest of it I mean I like Joe Judge's tight ends plus he's gonna have more of this offensive system so I'm sure he'll float a little bit I like Kaylee um you know as quarterbacks coach I mean he's a young guy that probably can get along with Mac and and you know, if he if they can develop into a play caller, that's fine. Well, if you don't hate all the Patriots coaches, because that's what everybody does. They hate all the Patriots. I know coaches. it's they hate crazy. Well, I, I don't know if it's hate so much as there's so much uncertainty. Yeah, I don't know how you can't be worried. I just I, I just mean, don't. I don't know how you can just say I'll think it'll work itself out. No matter they who, don't have a coordinator no, on yeah, either side of the ball. Right, and no matter who you pick on offense, that person has never called offensive plays in the uh, in the NFL. You got three preseason games to get. To get oh yeah, that's that. Yeah. That makes you feel a yeah, whole lot I, better. I, and and again, I I recognize that, you know, everybody has to call plays for the first time at some point. I just would rather it not be in an NFL game. Like, 
people have said like you know Josh McDaniels uh you know he he had a similar kind of path and then he became the offensive coordinator but he was part of that path like his father was a coach he, he was sort of on that track i think more so than Joe Judge who was working with special teams for the better part of the last decade um before he became a head coach i i just would feel better if there was a little bit more um of a plan and it just seems like they're cobbling this together as mm. they go yeah. i would feel that's, better if there was the more sense. of a yeah. right what's the plan direction right what's the plan mike what's the plan man i know it's also this like weird period where we are right now where right things should change in the next couple of weeks but i mean i agree with paul's point like i'm definitely concerned i just am surprised that every time i go on the radio Everyone hates Bill. Everyone oh. hates Joe Judge. Everyone hates Matt. Like just across the board. So don't go on the radio, Deuce. You know, to, Deuce's, the to Deuce's point, do there it. is a like a, I I, I think don't. somewhat <laughs> abnormal fixation with hatred toward Judge and Patricia. Yeah, I mean the whole thing with judges. He was fine until he had those weird press conferences and with the Giants. And oh, he was a train wreck in New York. But but that's but who cares? I, but I know. But like, like Josh Patinas okay. was a train wreck in Denver. But, no one but, went crazy about that when he came so, back. So maybe he's not. You know, head coaching isn't for him. But up until that point, we were fine with Joe Judge. You know, but, as, but this is my point. Like, yeah. Josh McDaniels was as big a train wreck in Denver as Joe Judge was with the Giants. Right. And, yeah. and Matt Patricia was with the, the Lions. Yep. But the vitriol toward those two as opposed to Josh when he came back is night and day. I don't yeah. I don't really I, – I kind of agree with, with Mike. I, I'm not thrilled with the situation, but I don't really understand the hatred. Why does everybody hate those two guys so much? Oh. I, th- I think, well, far be it for me to, you know, guess on what other people are thinking. But the only thing I can surmise is that maybe people think they didn't expect Patricia or Judge to be head coaches as quickly as they were. Whereas, like, Josh kind of looked like he was – he had more experience at that point and was kind of like a logical – choice to be a head coach somewhere i think a lot of people felt like who are these guys to be head coaches like what have they done well that's what certainly they, true no, but that's, with, fine. that's and, certainly true with and judge. then they failed but Patricia and, was and, around and if you and if you like couldn't stand them as head coaches that's fine but up until that point they were okay and now they're back not yeah. as head coaches so no. like why see i like, think it's all about the personalities i think josh mcdaniels i love the guy yeah most people who have ever interacted with him love him too because he's really personable mm-hmm. yeah and he's outgoing and, and good-natured toward the media. Yeah. The other two aren't. Right. Especially Judge. And that, that well, also, they weren't well, as that, head coaches. No, they weren't, they weren't as, as assistant, assistant coaches either. Really? Yeah. Patricia was always nice. Uh, he gave the most generic, bland answers you've ever and, heard. Oh, yeah. And, but, and not in a very nice way. Right. Joe Judge was flat-out confrontational. Right. Matt, I mean, Tom Curran used to try to pick fights with Matt Patricia on those <laughs> Tom Curran. I know, and I thought, I thought Matt Patricia was pretty patient with him. Well. You know, there's a reason. Well, never mind. But anyway, I, I think that's it, though. I, I think everybody likes Josh, like yeah. from interacting with right. him, yeah. and, and very few. That's another the reason. Other two. Which is, I think, another reason why a lot of people were clamoring to get Matt, uh, Brian Billy Flores, O'Brien. Billy O'Brien, but O'Brien also Brian Flores, Flores yeah. back here. He, by the way, is with uh, Pittsburgh now. Yeah, interesting. He uh, says he has no ill will toward Belichick. By the way. I don't no. know why he wouldn't. I don't. I, I don't know why he. Uh, it's the other way he needs oh, to yeah, be. John Smith catching touchdowns. Uh, by the way, that they're, they're showing uh, the top ten games of twenty twenty one, and the Patriots Tampa Bay was number seven. It was seven six late into the third quarter. It was fourteen thirteen Patriots in the fourth quarter. I know, but no, I'm just saying it was like a low scoring game late into the third. It was seven, low scoring. It was yeah. nineteen seventeen. Seven. Right? It was seven six Patriots yeah. late into the third with like four minutes to go. Yeah, and then yeah. pick six. Yeah, 
big play to Bourne uh, over time. Pick six in that game? I don't think so. Wasn't Trevante? Uh, that, that was Dallas. Dallas. Guy. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes they hey, just blend focus together. Focus on the draft I right am an off-season okay? mode. Guy, <laughs> if you're going to make me remember things that happened this season, <laughs> yeah. I only remember you're asking a little too much. 24 years ago. If you're going to make me have to Oof. worry about this year, Oof. come on. I'm in off-season mode. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> Anyway, don't do that to me too. So yeah, I, like, I, I also did think I, did I, I, I think I think a lot of fans and, and people in the media are frustrated with the lack of titles. Um, sure, you know, um, and I think that you know, with the Suns, you know, the nepotism. I think, I think you're fixating on stuff that, uh, like, if they brought back if if they brought back Billy O'Brien and just called him an offensive assistant, I don't think there'd be any hand wringing. Yeah, I, I really don't. Because I think it's the fact that they don't have a coordinator and. No obvious guy there that would be serving as such. That we know of. Like, maybe oh, they no, no. know. Somebody's going to be doing it, but it's not, not going to be like, obvious. If Bill O'Brien came back and they didn't give him the title, people Everybody would be would worried say, yeah. about it. Right. It's yeah. like Billy O's running the offense. But if Brian Flores came back on defense and they didn't give him the title, people wouldn't be right. worried but, about but, it. But for all we know, and we don't, but for all we know, Bill is like, Nick Cayley is our, my next superstar. Like, he, he might have the utmost confidence in him. Um, you know, but we just don't know. We we don't have that knowledge. Right. So people are going to be worried when you yeah. don't know. Yeah. Except for you. You just think it'll yeah. work out. I, uh, yeah, it'll all fall yeah. into place. I so whatever Bill, Bill does, he does. Yeah. And Bill, I fine. trust. It has nothing to do with trusting Bill. Yes, I know it does. Bill, I know Bill is a good coach. I don't know if the other guys are good coaches. No, but he knows. That's the thing. Right, and that's no, the question. No, he doesn't. Does he, how does, does he want it this way? Like, you would think at this stage he'd want to have a nice, experienced staff that he's familiar with and i i mean i i, I hear what paul's saying i mean yeah. getting stretched too thin not being able to get the message out not being able to relay it and i like the way paul put it it feels cobbled together it f- kind of feels like oh it's reactionary instead of proactive you know yeah and it feels like you know it, i think the last few years it just feels like you're kind of incubating for other teams right now it doesn't really feel like you're incubating for the patriots it feels like well, we're going to develop this guy and then he's going to go and then develop this guy yeah. and, that, and that's just right. what's been happening well but that's I mean, that is the case. But what do you do about I that? Know. You know, I know you and can't stop people from bettering their lives and advancing. I right. mean, I'm not you know. worried about the guys that they're losing. I'm worried about not replacing anybody. Yeah, that's my concern. Well, if they don't lose anybody, they don't have to replace them. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. In other words, I don't think Mick Lombardi was this grandiose loss. Yeah, like I think of him the way I think of the guys that he hear. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what they have. So I'm not worried about the guys they lose, but. I think there was an opportunity here. You lost Josh McDaniels. I am worried about that. Yeah. And they're just replacing him with unknowns. Yeah. Unknowns. Yeah. I won't say stiffs because I don't know. Yeah. Unknowns. But I'm more concerned about it than you, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. It's just like, la-dee-da, nothing to worry about here. <laughs> Can we check back in in like a month? Then, I, then well, I'll know. And that's <laughs> exactly. this a great point right there that Deuce just fell into that, that – that, I'm going to do one of my things that Fred makes fun of me for all the time, and I'm going to start an argument before it happens. <laughs> You're ready. Because you know how it's going to go, Deuce. It's going to be week four. The offense is going to be sputtering, and we got to listen to all this crap. Who's calling the plays, Mike? <laughs> I don't know. What, like, who's doing what? Right. They, they, they're a rudderless ship. Like, I don't want to deal with that crap. Yep. Because it's not going to – you made a, a point early in the show that I think is more important. You're more worried about personnel. Yeah. Than co- and I agree. Yeah. I am more worried about personnel. And if there's if there's stuttering and, and not being able to move the ball, it's going to be more because of that. 
But that's what you're going to have to deal with. That's what happens when you don't get an offensive coordinator. Right. How are you supposed to move the ball? They're, they're hanging Mac Jones out to dry. Get ready for it. I, it's I mean, happening. But you it's coming. You can't win because even that now Josh is gone. And it's like, oh, oh. But when he was here, I know. they like, hated him. Oh, right. <laughs> Why did he call a run? He should have right. done a pass. I'm so sick of these draw plays on third and ten. Except for when they go for touchdowns. Right. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. It is. And, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, watching, keeping an eye on the Rams, too, because, I mean, you know, not totally the same, but similar situation. They're getting a lot of offensive coaches who are heading out with Kevin O'Connell. And, you know, how's Sean McVay going to? going to do the similar kind of thing there you know i think all, all teams face this to some extent but it just feels like it's kind of been compounding over the last five years with the patriots and and you're you know you just don't have those guys around anymore that have been here for a while and and who knows i mean i guess you do got to throw nick Kaylee in there to, to to see what he's got but Kaylee's a guy i'm, I'm intrigued by i, I want to he's been around a few years i want to see if he can grow into a bigger role because that's you know like i think he's similar to josh yeah he's been around four or five years and now we're going to make him the offensive court. That's what they did with Josh, right? In mm-hmm. 05? Yep. 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 It was it was 2000 to 2005. Yep. And then he became the offensive coordinator. That's kind of why I think Kaylee's the guy. So in 05, 05. 05, everybody left, right? It was I mean, both sides of the ball Weiss and, 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 and Cornell. So did they left, not yeah. have coordinators on either side of the ball that one year? Uh, they forgetting. didn't name them. They yeah. didn't name them. Josh name them. Josh was the quarterback's coach technically from 04 to 05. And then in 06, he got the the uh, who, coordinator who title. Who was the defensive side of the ball at that point? Mangini. Yeah. Mangini, right. right. Manginius. Yeah. Yes. yes. And then he left. After just that one year, right? I believe, uh, I believe so. it was one year, yeah. 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 It's always happening. Yeah, he got the Jets job in 06. Mm-hmm. It's a Jets coach, sweetie. I should, I should, I should go say hello. hello. Yeah. So speaking of coaches, uh, Eric did mention Flores uh, is now a defensive assistant. With the Steelers, interesting and, and linebackers. linebackers and linebackers coach. Yep. Yeah, I've never really seen them as that kind of defense. Like, I just it seems like they've always Dick LeBeau. They kind of do what they do. It seems some kind of changes, maybe a little bit. I mean, Flores just seems a different kind of kind of guy for that defensive system of oh, game plan guy. And I think yeah. he fits aggressiveness. With the, the aggressiveness and the yeah. and the blitzing. I mean, no one blitzes more than Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know the zone blitzes and the different kinds of uh, red dogs. <laughs> I th- I think that's a. I think that's a good fit. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with. I, I'm a little surprised he took a job. I thought there might be a chance he just stepped back, concentrated on the lawsuit, and I think he has enough to deal with. I don't know. I don't know about that move. Yeah, for him and for Pittsburgh. Yep. Um, and then the Brady news won't stop. Um, people are convinced now he's coming back. Yeah. I, I heard Paul Paul talking about it on his show uh, on Sunday. Sunday Which one morning, is his show now? That was the uh, yeah. Paul did the uh, football show in the morning. Refresh was, my memory. What yeah. did I say? He wasn't supposed to be there. He just shows up now at the radio station, and they're like, "All right, <laughs> I'm one of those guys." Now. All right, it's you like a stanza. Me? He just yeah. shows up. Right. He won't leave. I was, I'm supposed to be on this Sunday. Oh. Oh, really? <laughs> you showed up. So did Ted go home or something? When you no, showed Ted up? wasn't in. Oh, yeah. that's how I. That's how I got an idea that I was. Eh, let me check that. Let me check that text again. I, I, I see. I'm just imagining the calls upstairs, like ah. Paul Perillo's downstairs? Well, let him in. This morning? <laughs> Sunday? <laughs> Might as well just let him in. He's not going to go home. <laughs> Put him on. That was good. But, yeah, that's what they're – everybody just seems like, no, he's coming back. He'll be back. 
I don't yeah. know when. When when will he come back? When and where? I, I think so. When and where? What just it, the right opportunity? Do you guys right? think? I think so. No, but I'm saying like where? Where? Do, where would the right opportunity? Where would the right opportunity? Well, I mean, everybody's San Francisco? talking about oh, San Francisco. Yeah. Everyone's saying you know Florio is convinced he's going to be going to uh, San Francisco. I've been going right. back and forth on will he just come back for the right opportunity or is it? something specific that he has in mind yeah like mm-hmm. one or two teams that he has in mind i think it might be the latter and yeah. you know we we you know we were guessing that you know one of the reasons why he called it quits is he's just sick of the nonsense and now there's stories about uh Ar- you know him and arians and byron leftwich and brady would do the offensive game plan with leftwich and then arians would come in with a red pen and they didn't like that, and Arians is saying that's not true. Um, Ed, Edward R. Morrow, Rich Owenberger on that story. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Former Patriots I offensive do, lineman. I do find it interesting that that really hasn't been overly corroborated by anybody. No, <laughs> no, and I think Arians shot it down as well. Yeah, I mean, I would expect um, him to, but I haven't seen a lot of, like, the Tampa, and I don't read everything, so I might have missed it, but I haven't seen a lot of the Rick Strouds mm-hmm. and the, the veteran Bucks guys say, yeah, you know, I've something been there. Th- there's there's something to this but, one. But I'm like, okay, so the head coach allows the quarterback and the offensive coordinator to come up with the game plan. Then he comes in and makes a couple edits and changes. So what? He's the head coach. He should be able to, yeah. right? Well. Like, oh, you can't do anything? Like, you have to just accept it as is? You can't have any input How dare you? as the head coach? I, I like, I found, that a li- I found that a little bit, like, <laughs> if, if it's true, a little bit diva-ish on the part of Brady and Leftwich, like, oh, God forbid the head coach has some input in the offense. Yeah. Plus, if I mean, Leftwich was that upset, he had an opportunity to leave, and he didn't. Right. There you go. Yeah. You know? Right. So I, I'm I'm a little dubious Me too. about that report. Me too, Freddie. Yeah. But I think there's some other stuff there, and, and that doesn't mean that Brady does see eye-to-eye with Arians and everything. I, I, I think that they could butt heads. You know, Arians a little bit loosey-goosey, and Brady wants, you know, things tight-knit yeah. and, you know. Kyle Shanahan, that could that could probably work too. I mean, but you know, how does Tom Brady want to be his own offensive coordinator? Does he, you know, I, I don't know at this stage like what what he what he wants. But they got the pieces there. I, I just think it's gonna be the opportunity that's gonna all of a sudden, oh crap, we need a quarterback, and it's gonna be kind of but the if right not San Francisco, and, hop in. and not Tennessee. and not t- Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, Rapes? Tennessee. Tennessee that's one. another one that I think is a is a possibility. That Rapes? one's more complicated. Get the old boys back together. That yeah. one's more complicated money wise, but it could work. Mm-hmm. But a good team, some weapons. Yeah. Quarterback goes right. down, or and if Tampa ends up trading him, I think he's only on the books for like ten, ten and a half million this year. Okay, the way the contract is, yeah. so you could, you could do it yeah. if you yeah. wanted to. Yeah. All right, so that's all out on the table. Uh, it, you know, we touched on the concern of Patriots personnel. Uh, the league year opens what date? The sixteenth. The sixteenth of March. March. Yep. And today is the first day of the two week uh franchise, franchise. tag window. Yeah. But franchise. don't expect if the Patriots hold to form, don't expect them to do anything until the very end, if at all. Yeah. yeah. And so. do you think they will with J C Jackson in particular? I don't. I don't I kinda don't either. I don't. I just think it's gonna be too expensive and they got too many other things to deal with. Yep. Yeah. I saw um one of those I think Spot Track or one of those uh, uh, sources had uh, four years, seventy-two million, which is about what we've Was been talking projection. about. Was his projection? Yeah, projected yeah. contract for him, eighteen million a year. I, I think we, you're looking between seventeen and twenty yeah. million. The franchise would be seventeen-ish, right? Franchise tag would be about seven, seventeen for cornerbacks. Yeah, so that's about right. 
I, I just I think he's a good player. I don't. Oh, I, I do too. I don't think but he's, I he just, does not a guy that changes your your defense. Yeah. At least at this point. But uh, you know, a cornerback at his level, that's probably what the market is. Oh no, yeah. he's definitely. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm not unwilling to re-sign him to that number. I don't. I'm with Mike. I I don't know if he's a guy I want to give the money to. Yeah. Not because of his play. Yeah. Per se, I, I'm a little worried about him being a guy that hasn't really made that serious money, and I think there's a little worry about him and how he'd handle it. Yeah. There's probably worry about most guys. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of worry coming into this season. Yeah, a lot of worry. <laughs> a lot of worry. Who is better, him or uh, or Malcolm Butler? I mean, I think Jackson's a little Jackson's better. Jackson's better. Yeah. By, yeah. By a, I, yeah. The only thing is that he has better hands. Yeah. By, uh, like, I think Malcolm Butler was uh, – uh, he didn't For have, his play, he yeah. dropped a lot of – He didn't picks. have the, the, the sticky hands that J.C. Jackson mm. has. But he and, could cover. And that's huge. Like, it's one thing to knock a pass away. Now you got to defend, you know, you know yeah. potentially one or two more plays. You get the pick and, you know, the, the turnover's there and now you have the ball. Yeah. Malcolm Butler is was really good. I think Jackson is is mm. a little bit better. And Butler's a free agent. Yeah, yeah it, that's a strange right. that's yeah. a strange thing. Wants yeah. to come back it sounds like. Or it's come back to the NFL. I don't know what the here. personal thing was um that caused him to retire. It was a surprise thing yeah. for the Cardinals. Yeah. Blew yeah, all he never actually played for them, right? Cuz wasn't last year his first year. They traded his rights there, traded his rights to him maybe and then and, and never and then, he, and then he never played. They moved him to the Well, that was yeah. a surprise announcement in the mm-hmm. summer. I guess he was playing reasonably well. Hmm. And they were happy mm. with him. And then he just decided to step away. Hmm. Well, it's interesting. But he's, here. I mean everybody's saying that he's it's this was not just a procedural thing. He plans on trying to come back. Hmm. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. Yeah. Any chance back here? Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think I so. I wouldn't think so. No. Mm-mm. Not no. not with the current uh, coaching situation. Yeah. Mm. I don't think so. All right. 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Um, I guess we'll get right to our listeners, right? Sure. You know? Just, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm sure we're forgetting something uh, that's been going on, but Maybe our listeners 26-minute preamble. Yeah, our listeners will uh, remind us. Uh, let's start with Rashad from Baltimore. What's up, Rashad? What's up? What's up? Hey. hey. Um. So, so this morning I was reading. I guess PFF they dropped a, a little fifty um fifty man prediction like for the free agents. They had three people for the Patriots. They had J.C. Jackson at the four-year, $72 million. Then they had Juju for one year, $8 million, six guaranteed. Then they had the cornerback for the Chiefs, um, Traverius uh, Ward, what, um, three years, $34 million. Okay. So they had yes. J.C. P- this is PFF now? Yeah. yeah. Has the Patriots yeah. signing him? Mm-hmm. Four years, seventy-two they, million. They have, they have him. Yeah, signing him. I, that would and absolutely stun me. I'm not going to lie. I, that, I would be stunned. I'm, I'm not a fan of J.C. Jackson. I mean, I don't think they should pay him. I just don't like he. I don't think he pushes the needle and yeah. not worth the money. Um, I think Juju Smith-Schuster will get a, a lot more than that. I, well, yeah, a I lot of people are, are are pinning him with the Patriots. I've seen that. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people think he's going to sign a one-year deal with the Patriots. I think yeah. that would be insane for him. Yeah, what's in it for him? He needs to rehab his his. So if he doesn't get, you know, say the fifteen million annually that a guy of his caliber probably would command, so he's going to take one year to rehab his image, and he's going to go to what the Patriots. Well, here he'd be the number one. Yeah, and what is that? 
Well, the, the guy that gets the most targets. Yeah, but and with Mac Jones throwing the ball and no offensive coordinator, Whoa. not not a good choice. Well, I don't I don't know about not that. a good choice. I think I think it might be. I think it might be the perfect place for him. I think it would be. A, I think it would be like twenty five out of thirty two options. No, no. If you were going to sign a one year deal, that that would be about twenty fifth on the list to me. Now, if he signed, if the Patriots want to give him a four year deal worth you know like fifty five million, by all means. You take for the him. Mo- you take yeah. You take the money. Yeah, but that's not and, a good way uh, to get back on the open one, market. One more thing. Um, I guess it was uh, on ninety eight point uh, five yesterday. I haven't seen any reports, but they said Mike Reese was uh, speculating that the Patriots could cut three people: Shaq Mason, Nikhil Harry, and uh, Jawan Williams. I'm fine with cutting Harry and Jawan, but. I think Shaq Mason. I think cutting him that would be that would be a big mistake. Even with the ten million in cap, I think you still have to. He's a good player. He's a good player, but um, he's getting up there. And what are they going to do with that money if they do something with that money? Well, you'd have to re-sign one of those other free agents, like Harris, 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 or or Trent Brown. Yep. Yeah. I, I would not be in favor of that move because I think Mason's better than those right. two guys. He's yeah. your best offensive lineman. I, well, he, I, 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 I try to redo him and just yeah. extend but him and give him a yeah. couple of, and oh, more And that's a very years. common cut is Shaq Because of the money. Yeah. 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 But why, why cut? I know everybody hates Harry and Williams, but why cut them? Like, they're on rookie deals. Let them come back to camp. I mean, if you want to trade them, that's fine, but it just seems like. You're, you're, you're cutting depth pointlessly. Right. Let him get to camp. They're already under rookie deals. It's not like you're overextending yourself. I mean, I don't know. It's just not like them to be like, you know what, we're done with them. Just cut them. Like, if they can get something for them, fine. But Yeah. All right. Thanks for shot. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Chris with a T-I-A-N. What's up, Christian? Hey, guys. I just wanted to talk about J.C. Jackson. Okay. And um, I'm really not uh, – psyched about the idea about him being franchised primarily because once Gilmore left and correct me if I'm wrong they basically had to change the defense from a man to a zone right um, well they they I'd played more, more zone they played than, more zone than they have been that's recently. true that's, that's true. true I don't know if it was a cause and effect or what but they definitely played right. more zone mm-hmm. the second half of the year especially after Jones went down too, Jonathan Jones yeah, it yeah. might have been Jones, that might have right. been the the last reason because Gilmore didn't play. Don't right. forget, right? Still not the depth. And I, I just think you know he's not in that he's not in that class of like uh, Talib, um, Law, Revis. Like, I, wow. I'm not you know he, he's, obviously he's not a Hall of Famer, <laughs> right? But he's not. I, I agree. I he's not a number one. That, co- he's not that, that that caliber of a number one corner. He's the Patriots' number one corner. I agree. Right. And I don't, I don't, I just can't see Bill investing that much money in a guy. I mean, at it, it, it most, I can see him tagging him and then trading him. Um, uh, that's obviously a lot easier because I mean that's that's a tough thing to do, and you really see that. But I, I mean, what would you guys do right now, like today? Like you're running the team, do you tag him in two weeks, or do you just you know explore other options as far as training? I mean, ideally, see, I, I'm I'm doing it. And I'm thinking along the lines of, like, the team is a good two years away from being with the Buffaloes and the Kansas City. Mm. So I'm willing to draft a guy, develop him, take time, and get him in the system. That's where I'm coming from and thinking. My thinking is on it. I suppose I would tag him in the hopes of trying to trade him because I don't think you can afford him. Yeah, Yeah, I think I would tag him. 
I think I would tag him in if I, you know, if I had to play him under the, the franchise tag, I'd be okay with that. And you can always rescind the tag. Before you know, there's a certain amount of time. You know, yeah. If there's there's a certain amount of time where you where you can't if you can't get it done. I just I'm not really interested in one year of J C Jackson. I don't know what that really gets you. I'd rather move on, use that money to. That's why I'd say I'd like to try to look to trade him. If you could get him on a long term deal and you could figure out a way to play ball with him, I'd take him. But I I think they need too much. I think I'd rather invest that money in the front seven and you know try to rebuild the cornerback position. From the from the you're from back the to the front seven. I, know, I like I it. Am. Yeah, I yeah. am. You're back to. I always go back to it. We tried to leave and yep. they keep pulling you back in. <laughs> but I. But it's, I. Who was the really last guy that cute. they tagged? By the way, was it Welker? Sagan, uh, the last person they tagged. The last guy that they tagged. Yeah. I don't remember. Joe, I Joe Tootie. I don't remember. Yeah, Joe Tootie. Uh, Tootie. Oh, Tootie. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ill advised. Good fall. Yeah. Well, it was yeah, like two years ago. Yeah. That's a pretty good point. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was longer than a year right. ago, so he, that's why right. was outside of my window. <laughs> but but I do think, like I brought this up a couple weeks ago, I do think it's everybody who brings it up says, oh, they love these man press corners, and every mock draft you read is, oh, here's a man press corner. Like, you know, what if they don't? What if they don't do that as much anymore? What if they kind of adjust to zone? It's a little easier to find cornerbacks, and you know, you you target more physical guys who can tackle Josh Allen and set a hard edge than you know guys like Gilmore and trying to find those unicorns who can follow a guy all over the field you know i don't think that's why i don't think jackson's really that guy anyway so it all kind of goes hand in hand with why they if, if they simply let jackson walk is that a sign that you know we're only going to be able to do so much this year i think they're only going to be able to do so much I mean, anyway but yeah and i, I mean, mean in terms of winning hmm. oh I, I don't think that they would make such an admission like why why would you go in not thinking that they can win more than 10 like they won last well year? like like do says they need so much right yeah they do and they've got something in jackson like right. and they're willing to just let him go and we're going to just start from scratch well that's that's why i'd, I'd want to tag him only in the hopes of trading for him so you could get something in the way of resources whether yeah. it's picks or because you only have or, those six picks yeah. and it's not like they're all high picks they're you, right you know I'll tell you what to be prepared for. What? Stop it. Paul, keep your mouth shut. You know what they're doing with the oh 21st God. pick. Oh, uh, down. <sighs> Quantity. <sighs> uh, the Patriots have traded the number 21 pick for it's possible. number 34 and 217. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, th- I, I think there's a good chance they'll trade down. Um, combination of their lack of picks and everybody talking about this draft in terms of you know, it's it's a good draft, but it's not a high end talent. It's you know a lot of good players from like say fifteen to fifty five. Yeah, yep. And that to me screams Bill's going to try to get more extra picks between yeah. those those numbers. Yeah, yeah, but then so you know, but it takes so two to tango. Else. So is everybody else. You know, it, like just because you want to do that doesn't yeah. mean you're going to be able to. And yeah. I, and the thing that works against you is when you want. When you're at 21, you need someone to be eyeing a player. Yeah. Right. And the quarterbacks are not guys that you like. Yeah. Like, would you trade up for Kenny Pickett at 21 or no. whoever, you know, quarterback I at think 21? It's, I think he's a real good point, Paul. And I think, you know, a lot of the mocks I see are Pittsburgh in that area around 20, like in teams that need guys. So, like, I would just sit there and maybe, say, if, but still, if Kenny Pickett falls to me at 20 okay. something, yeah. I'll take him. Yeah, that's like but the, I'm not like going to go thing out, last yeah, year, right? Exactly, I'm not going to go out of my way to get <laughs> I mean, that guy. Yeah, I'll take him, but I don't know. yeah, I'm coming up to get him. I mean. <laughs> All 
Uh, let's like get Jones. back to the Ace Ticket Hotline. Fidel's in Florida. What's up, Fidel? And stuff. <laughs> hey, you guys. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. I have uh, two quick uh, cool story Hansel moments. Um, it's okay. Matt Morell's not here, so was... you'll get away free. Oh, damn. <laughs> All right. Well, one is I've been listening to you guys probably since the 2010-2011 season. That was when I was like 13 years old. Wow. And uh, since then, I have uh, I used to weigh like 400 pounds. I was uh, played football, and I tore my knee, so I couldn't play anymore. So I kept all that weight. And since then, I've lost like 200 pounds, and I actually just got recovery from uh, loose skin surgery. So they got all that loose skin taken off. Oh, wow. And nice. I How do you feel, feel so happy, and I'm I listen to you guys every time I'm in the gym. I look like a lunatic because I'm laughing my laughing. Almost cursed. Uh, you can say, yeah, you can say ass. That's okay. Ass is okay. So I want to thank you guys. You guys have always been there making me laugh and change whatever I think of to Patriots. I love that. Well, thank you. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Absolutely. Other thing yeah. was, um, I've called him a little bit more recently over the past few months, and I've told you some funny stories about how I sell furniture to like Patriots players. Uh, I met Ty Law again, and. Um, I was actually playing Madden, and Christian Barmore uh, hit me up to play Madden. I'm like, okay. So I just started playing Madden with Christian for the last like few months, and he's a, he's a cheater. He uses the same wow. plays over <laughs> and over again. Took a turn. Uh, Certainly did. He always goes for it on fourth down. He never punts. He always goes for two. He's a cheater. <laughs> why is that, why is that cheating? cheating? Sounds like Brandon Staley. Because you respect someone if you stop someone on third down. No, I know, but if he's so predictable, <laughs> then then take advantage oh, of that. It's infuriating. Yeah. I know, I know what he's talking about. Madden etiquette. Every time. Yeah. Madden etiquette. Yeah. There's a certain mutual respect you're supposed to have. Respect for the game. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Yeah. So, Does he play with himself? Well, that's a personal question. What did you yeah. say? Deuce wants to know if he plays with himself. <laughs> oh, that's that's so cool. Okay, Deuce. I thought that was Is he the Patriots for? when he plays against you? That's what I meant. Yeah, he plays. He he used to play as the uh, Ravens, but he played as the Patriots last few times. Um, and he always plays himself. He doesn't play with anyone else but himself or Jalen Mills. So that's something if you want to learn, I love look this. into Interesting. it. Interesting. Okay, this is some psychological insight. I'm a little uh, curious about how how this guy decided to hit you up to play Madden. Like, wh- how does that work? Well, he went on he went on Instagram Live like last year during the off season, saying, "Oh, does he want to play Madden?" I'm like, uh-huh. "All right, I'll play Madden with you." And he's like, "Okay." And then he just hit me up like, "Oh, who wants to play Madden again?" And he just hit me up and then oh, said, I see. Oh, so he put again. out he put out an open call to fans. Anybody wanted to play? Yeah, like a year ago, and then he re. We replayed again. Gotcha. And, gotcha. Um, this time, this was like a few uh, last week. So I asked him, "Hey, you know, uh, uh, when I was watching that last game of the season, you went down, and I was like scared you like tore your ACL or something, and like you play that next game. I thought it wasn't for you to like probably even next year even." And he's like, "Oh no, no, I was like, you know, I was playing hurt that whole game that season, and you know, it was just an overreaction. I was like scared, and it was all the adrenaline. So I'm like, oh okay, so." I wow. asked him, how are you doing on this season? He's going to be fully on track. So Great. That's good news. If you want good stuff. Lovely stuff. You're awesome. Hey, play Madden against more of these players and then report back to us. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, we need the info. <laughs> Will do. Absolutely. All right. Scouting report. All right. Have fun. All right. Thanks, Thank Fidel. You.
I'm bummed Paul missed that that part though. I know. He always uh, Fidel the furniture yeah. salesman, yeah, right? Just, Getting just, inside uh, info. Yeah, that's so funny. He always goes for it in fourth downs. I mean, as a Madden <laughs> player, I know how annoying that could be. But but Paul always talks about Barmore's reaction when he was hurt. I mean, I thought yeah. the same thing. I thought that was it right, right there. Oh yeah, he looked like oh, it. Oh yeah. But I believe Fidel did he say he was said that he was playing hurt the whole year? Yeah. 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 All right. So yeah, interesting. Well, tough, tough for rookies. Yeah. But long year. Good for him for playing through it. You know, yeah, yeah, um, and getting that season under his belt. You know, second year for Barmore. Oof. I mean, talk about yeah. pieces to be excited about, and I think everyone wants to talk about Mac. But you know, having him and and maybe trying to find a compliment to him long term, and you know, hopefully those veteran guys can back, bounce back. I mean, I wrote the the defensive ta- defensive line free agency preview. So I mean, it's just Carl Davis. You've got all those guys you signed last year coming back. So. Uh, yeah, hopefully Barmore can. Uh, can uh, Paul it. just left. Is he like what? He might have had nature you know, called. Maybe? Yeah, maybe a nature call. Oh yeah, was it urgent? Maybe. Well, I don't know. It wasn't like in the past where we've seen him. Is he hunting for a diet Pepsi? That might be possible yeah. too. Could be. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, web radio at patriots.com is the email address. And by the way, Matt Morell's in Disney World. Yes, he looks like having kids. the time. I saw that picture of him. Um, really? He got a haircut, trimmed his beard. Really? He looks better there than he does when he comes to work. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like, got all gussied up for Disney World. Yeah, he's got wow. that Star Wars glow So Matisse him. is in the uh, production room yeah. putting the show up today. Thanks, Matisse, for filling in. He doesn't have the cool story Hansel button, though, so. No. Uh, I did see uh, Matt smile. Did you happen to see that picture he sent? Yeah, yeah. With, his, with his daughter? Yeah. Yeah, well, it was a he, great picture. He was smiling. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I saw that. Yeah. Just he had to get little, him out of here, yeah. I guess. Huh? Um, Brian in New Hampshire writes in at webradioatpatriots.com. Cap-related question. I've heard mentioned multiple times on the show in the past few months, mostly by Paul, that the cap is crap, but money isn't, which is a phrase I've never heard before. Can you please explain this a little more? If the cap is a set dollar amount, the money spent wouldn't exceed that number, right? I agree with the cap is crap part. I just don't understand the difference. Paul, explain. Well, because there's a lot of situations where guys are, their cap numbers are bigger than their actual salary, uh, first of all. Um, But my point is not necessarily about the dollar for dollar with the salary cap. My point is when you give guys, you know, Big signing bonuses like they did last year for a handful of guys. That cost you money immediately out of your pocket. That's not costing you cap dollars. Cash flow. That's cash. Cash flow, yeah. yeah. The actual cash spent to me is not garbage. Every team has a budget. Every business that you ever see, they, everybody has a budget. So Robert Kraft, I don't know what the budget is, but is certainly, you know, smart to say well i did that last year i can't do that every year i'm not going to you know blow the free agent budget out of the wi- uh, out of the water every single year that's why i say it's unlikely that they make major signings two years in a mm. row in in free agency yeah. i think they'll add some free agents yeah and they might be able to get some good players on some you know mid-level deals juju smith schuster could be one of them if you get a one-year deal for eight million i would take that for him yeah i, w- I, I would, don't know if he I would, would do, but <laughs> i would do that um i would do i would definitely be interested in that if he's healthy i would take him for a year at eight million sure but the cap you can just like look at the money they spent last year it didn't all go on the cap it's there's a lot of signing bonuses like you look at all of those guys that their numbers go up this year 
That's what I'm talking about in, in terms of what they're going to count on the cap. But that's why I think you, the yeah. cap is kind. You know, crap is strong. I, I would admit, but it's like it a loose, rhyme, loose it rhymes, guideline. Though. It's the, a loose guideline. The cap is like an annoyance <laughs> yeah. at yeah. best. The Patriots can spend what they want in free agency this year. They won't because yeah. you can't do that every well, year. The it's, not, it's not the way to build the a cap's team. like a rubber band. It has its limits, but it can be stretched. Yeah, and that's and I think that's the point. Like like even Miguel, you know, I saw him posting like last night. He's like, they have to open some space up, but it's not that big a deal. Like he's like, I can tell you right now, they could open up fifty million this and, way. And that's Miguel. And that's who Miguel lives this. Right. Like sure. he loves the cap and he loves the nuance of these financial yeah. transactions. And he's I saw like several tweets that he's had over the last several days. With minor little things that you can do X, Convert Y, and Z, Matt Judon's, you know, from signing bonus to whatever, like workout, but like, and all of a sudden you can get, yeah. you know, any amount of cat space that you want, but that costs money. Yeah, right. You got to get money guys is, to money is tango real. with you. Yeah. Negotiations, if you're going to renegotiate guys, I mean, it, it does take some work, but yeah, I, I, I think people get married to like, well, this is the cap number, this is what it is. We have to work within this framework, and it's a hard, fast number, and. It's not. There's there's loose. I mean, I just but I agree with Paul's general point. It's it's not going to be last year. They got they have they, they they have other things they got to address this year. They they did a lot. Of well, work it's not going to be last year. Let's just say that the Patriots did have money to spend this year like they did last year. Other teams will, too. Yep. Like last year, they they kind of cornered yep. the market, mm. you know, yep. um, the Two yeah. tight ends. I mean, you, you thought you yeah. might get one, and you got both of them. I mean, I thought that was like the classic example. Of, right. Let's just get them all. Sign him. Sign everybody. Um, Bill in D.C., Mike Reese said in his column that the three biggest needs for the Patriots were inside linebacker, cornerback, and high upside receiver. Since there are three ways to acquire players, trade, draft, and free agency, can each of you list what you think is the most likely way to fill each position? My guess would be receiver via free agency, supplemented by the draft, cornerback through a trade like they did with Gilmore and linebacker through the draft. I mean, I mean, I hate to say draft for all three, but I mean, I, I, I really would love if they're going to get a receiver, I'd love to get a guy that's going to be here for four years on a rookie deal that can grow and have some opportunity. You know, you just, I mean, you saw a couple free agent receivers come in last year and Kendrick Bourne did pretty well. Nelson Aguilar was okay. It's no guarantee. I, I just, I'd rather get that young, lively legs, unknown quantity that. Okay, you know, let's has do it a different way. Let's take these three positions: mm. linebacker, cornerback, high upside receiver. You have to get one of each that will contribute this year. How do you get each of those players? Uh, I think. Okay, I, so I, yeah, give me, give me a so trade, so trade, free agent or draft. Right, linebacker, right. receiver. What else? High upside. Well, receiver, receiver, corner. and cornerback. cornerback. Oh, corner in the draft, linebacker uh, in free agency, and wide receiver in the draft. Can I do both? So yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'd probably, I, I'd probably go cornerback for free agency. Draft the other two. Try to I, find, you know, I just like think it's. Ward, the, I think that that's the most expensive thing in free agency. Yeah, that's why I picked the draft. Would you use your twenty-first pick in a trade to get a, a known commodity? Depends. Yeah, I, I would consider it a yeah. known commodity. Would you is give 32? up like they did with Brandon Cooks, for example? I yeah I yeah could, I could do something like yeah, that. yeah I would do that yep. If they're here for a bit, you know, I just I think everything, uh, all my answers go through. Is it going to help 
two, three years down the road. Right, not just for 2022. That, 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 that's yeah, logical. You want somebody that will grow with Mac, right? right? But that's logical yep. because yeah. I think Mike looks at it as they're a good team right now, but they're not great. Yeah. You need and, to does, get... and does a corner make you great? Well, you had the corner, you're probably going to lose it, and you weren't great. So that's the part of this equation that I think some people are missing. Yeah. With all the free agents that you have, everybody admits that they won't all be back. Right. But they still think that, well, you know, they're building. That's the other thing. That's another thing that I've been thinking about lately. You know, wow, Judon's – not Judon. um, John O. Smith's no good. You know, Aguilar was a big disappointment. When they signed all these guys, I remember on this show saying, the odds are they're not all going to work out. Right. Right? Yep. Yeah, I remember that. But now it's a surprise that two of them. Well, I don't know if it's a surprise. And, and it's not like it's like they're, they're, yeah, it's not they like they're gone. Okay, it, right. right. I think they did pretty well with the draft with the free agents that that you know that what they yeah. did. Yeah, I, I do too. I just think people's expectations okay. people's expectations were, I think, overinflated with the amount of recognizable names that they. Oh signed yeah, last but year. but we said on this show, it, but chances are they're not. All going to work right, out. but people aren't listening to that. All they're seeing is they should be, I, I, but they're not. <laughs> I know, I know they should be, but they they don't. All they think, all they think is, oh, this is the name. I recognize him. He should be good. Yeah. You paid him a lot of money. He should be good. Right. They don't listen to the the facts that you know. Chances are, half of them aren't going to work out, and it's not like they haven't worked out either. Like, right. I would argue that okay, John o. Smith didn't put up you know Travis Kelsey type numbers. He wasn't expecting to. If you expected him to do that, you were, you know, you were deluding yourself. Yeah. Nelson Aguilar was what Nelson Aguilar typically is. Yeah, except he didn't make as many big plays. Like he usually mixes in some big plays. And he made a couple of. He that. made a couple of. Yeah. Long yeah. downfield catches, but not nearly as many as. I think if you just but, picked it like worked out, didn't work out, like no nuance. Yeah. I I, I think that you'd be disappointed. Yeah. Because I would say that John Smith didn't work out. Nelson Aguilar didn't work out. Jalen Mills didn't work out. I would say Davin Godshaw didn't work out. Hunter Henry, I would say, did work out. Yeah, I'd say Um, Godshaw was okay. Matt Judon, I would say, did work out. Godshaw was part of the worst run defense in football. Yeah, but You brought him in to stop the run. You gave him $9 million, and he can't stop the run. He had some good games. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a quick break. Um, When we come back, more calls and emails on Patriots Unfiltered. At Patriot Place, our stores, restaurants, and entertainment venues are excited for you to enjoy everything we have to offer. Make new memories with family and friends at our designated outdoor refreshment areas, where you can enjoy food and alcoholic beverages from all of our Patriot Place restaurants. Download the Patriot Place Advantage app, where you can earn points on every visit and redeem exclusive rewards and offers. Everyone here at Patriot Place looks forward to seeing you. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. 
We are patriots. And our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. At Patriot Place, our stores, restaurants, and entertainment venues are excited for you to enjoy everything we have to offer. Make new memories with family and friends at our designated outdoor refreshment areas where you can enjoy food and alcoholic beverages from all of our Patriot Place restaurants. Download the Patriot Place Advantage app where you can earn points on every visit and redeem exclusive rewards and offers. Everyone here at Patriot Place looks forward to seeing you. 
We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. 
Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. At Patriot Place, our stores, restaurants, and entertainment venues are excited for you to enjoy everything we have to offer. Make new memories with family and friends at our designated outdoor refreshment areas where you can enjoy food and alcoholic beverages from all of our Patriot Place restaurants. Download the Patriot Place Advantage app where you can earn points on every visit and redeem exclusive rewards and offers. Everyone here at Patriot Place looks forward to seeing you. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. And now, great moments in history. So what quarterback in free agency or the draft can we get to replace Peter (laughs) Dinklage next year? (laughs) Oh, wow. Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter (laughs) Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. (laughs) I don't know what I've never is. heard that before, <laughs> I but don't know what that is. I know. He's a <laughs> sounds funny. He's a, you've seen El Peter Dinklage. Oh, okay. And you know what the Game of Thrones theme song is? No. no. Oh. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Sorry. Paul's just like looking at him like, what the hell? You guys have lost your mind. No. The song doesn't have words. Right. It's instrumental. We just sing because his name sounds like the... The so this is a deucism. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. That's another great moment from Patriots Unfiltered. All right. Back here in Patriots Unfiltered, 855-PATS-500, web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Can we stop for a second? We can. Is this um, is Aaron Rodgers' Instagram thing, is this new? Yeah, it's today, but uh, I, don't, I don't think we know for sure exactly. It sounds like a uh, goodbye. Huh. It sounds like a Without goodbye post. Explicitly saying goodbye. Yeah. It's a lot of, it a lot certainly of using sounds like past a guy tense. Who doesn't yeah. intend to be back with Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't seem like it. So, all right. Well, we'll see about that because. Lengthy cryptic message. <coughs> he's Monday been tied to yeah, Monday night. night. Yeah. Okay. He's been tied to Denver, um, but who knows? Mm. Yeah. A lengthy cryptic message. Um, wh- during the break, we were watching the end of the Tampa Bay Patriots game from this year, and, um, you know, it was fourth and three when they decided to line up and kick that field goal. Paul says they should have gone for it. Well, I said that at the time. He did. No, I know. But it's a long time ago, people. No, but I don't want you to, like, make it sound like, well, they missed the field goal, so I think they should have gone for it. 56-yard field goal, driving rainstorm. I think they had a better chance of getting three yards than a 56-yard field goal. And in addition to that, 
I think had you made the field goal, you probably still would have lost because mm. with 59 56, seconds yeah. right. to go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So interesting, um, but I mean, at the very least, you would have had to rely on the other guy missing a field goal. Yeah. To win, because yeah. they would have gotten it to field goal range. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, like I said, web radio at Patriots.com, 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Dude, you know why chicken tenders? Oh, I didn't even see them. Yeah. Oh. You and, you and Eric? You I'll take one. Uh, I can't, Paul. Thank you, though. Oh, you can, sorry. but you, you can. don't want to. I choose not to. Yeah, move That's that right. away from Eric. I don't want him to get, yeah. uh, you know. I'm not going to get an allergic reaction, Paul. I don't want him to get sick. Uh, let's see. You Sam writes sick. in, I just wanted to thank you for an awesome season content-wise. I still enjoyed the season with the team. I think we fans tend to have a whiplash of emotions. Sometimes I get Paul's disdain for us. But overall, they played okay. They destroyed the teams they were supposed to destroy for the most part, and they got destroyed by the teams they didn't stand a chance against. The real question now is, do we have something in Mac Jones that we can brag about? Yes, he lacks a certain killer instinct, but the aw shucks attitude will fade, I think. We may have a shark on our hands and, and don't even know. We won't know until he goes through the growing pains. Again, appreciate y'all. And now that I am a bit closer to the East Coast, I can come and visit during the summer, and lunch will be on me. Can you please give a shout-out to my wife? We just purchased our first home, things you can do when you don't live in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. expensive out there. It sure is. <clears throat> you know about San Diego, right? Oh, I do. Yeah. I know all about it. It's ball spot. Yeah. I love, I love San, San Diego. Diego. <laughs> yeah. San I mean, that's Diego. a great place to live, right? That's good living. Peaceful. Yep. Yeah. I could never see myself being on the West Coast, but if I did, San, San Diego, Diego would be the place. <laughs> I don't always live away from the East Coast, but when I do, um, San Diego. Bob in Wilmington, North Carolina writes not, in, not what would Bob? you think about Wes Welker returning to the Patriots in a coaching role? Is there any bad blood that might keep Bill from bringing him in? He already He's, has a coaching, he has yeah, a coaching role in Miami. San Francisco. Uh, yeah. Oh, Miami. Yeah. Miami, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, He went with Mike. He went with Mike Mike McDaniel. McDaniel. So now you get to see him twice a year. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I mean, uh, it's good to be back <laughs> in Foxborough <laughs> and Massachusetts and New England and different things like that. Wes Weckler. Uh, Ephraim Zimbalist <laughs> from Hollywood writes in, your thoughts on Joe Judge returning uh, – I'm sorry, your thoughts on Joe Judge mentoring Mac Jones – what vast quarterback coach experience does Judge have to mentor the cornerstone of the Patriots' future? Mm. He once put, uh, I believe, Justin Bethel at the gunner spot. There you there go. You go. Mm. Well, there's that. No, I, I, I think it's a concern. I yeah. do. Yeah. To answer that question, I, I'm a little concerned that there's not more experience working directly with offensive personnel, specifically quarterback. Yeah. Especially where offense is such a rage right now. And, I mean, I know it's a lot of it's that, you know, the Shanahan, Sean McVay of it all. But it's just it, it feels like it's going backwards. And it doesn't really feel like there's a, a plan for Mac Jones to really take that next step and succeed. They, they got to sell it to me. They got to tell me who's doing what. And Fred didn't and then do we'll it see. by telling you it would just work out. Mm, <laughs> as much as I want to believe. That wasn't a good sell job. <laughs> ah, it'll fall yeah. into place. Do you see what uh, the Jags, uh, uh, Peterson had his uh, press conference? Yes. The other day, and was talking about how he's going to call the plays, and that kind of makes sense. You know, you've got a former quarterback, head coach, he's won the Super Bowl. Like that gives you a little bit more confidence if you're a Jaguars right. fan and you're thinking we've got this, you know, this guy, our first overall pick, going into his second year. At least we've got somebody who knows the position and is going to, you know, be able to steward him going forward for at least the next few years. 
Yeah. You don't really have that. No. It's like right, kind of a right guru, now, here. Right? A little bit of a guru. Yeah, there, a little bit. Like a little bit of an offensive guy. Right. Deuce, when you start to look at the draft boards and stuff, and not just like mock drafts, but the draft board, mm-hmm. do you ever get um, sort of suspicious when you see like uh, three or four in a row, like say 35, 36, 37, 38 are all quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. Does that ever like take what? a step back and like, really? Like, so you had a, a, your top 50, and they were all right there in the same spot. They're all the same. Right. Like I, you, I know. I think it's like a, I, I look at it. I know it's area, too. You read it like the opportunity. like like, And I got these three quarterbacks, and, and I kind of like them in this order. Let's just bing, bang, I boom. was just looking at Daniel Jeremiah's top 50, I think, is his big board. Um, and I, and I want to say he had, like, uh, Malik Willis, Sam Howell, and – Matt Corral, like all consecutive. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Pickett was in there too, uh, but I just, like. So you have fifty players, and all of those quarterbacks fell in between a defensive tackle and a cornerback, like perfectly. Right. Like, yeah, I just That's find good. that hard to believe. Yeah, it's particularly all over the place this year too. That's and I and I've seen you know a little bit of what you said, Paul. But but I mean I've read multiple kind of draft <laughs> analysts to say that that this year it's it's really hard. Everybody's got different kind of rankings, and you know one guy might be way up the top of somebody's, and another one will be down. So it's it's hard to know who's going to be yeah. kind of available. And I get that with mocks. Mocks are like ridiculously hard. Like you don't know what team, especially this early, you don't know what teams are going to be doing. Um, but I would think that you should be able to, if you're a scout, you should be able to watch the players every year mm-hmm. and rank them. I'm not telling you it's easy, but you should be able to rank them. And I, again, I just find it hard to believe that like four right. quarterbacks were all. It's just like yeah, I'll just put them there. Yeah, it, it, it smells of that. Right. You, you can't. Know? Yeah. Well, I can't make a decision as to which one of these guys separates themselves. So I'm going to put them all in the same exact spot. Right. right. <clears throat> and here's kind of the order I like them in, but eh, they're all kind of the same. like Mayox. They're interchangeable. Like Mayox, eight guys in the top five. Right. Uh, Ramon writes in, I'm worried about Mac's development. He says, assuming Bill stays three more years this coming season plus two, could Mac develop enough to not regress when the next regime comes in? Granted, it may be a good time to release Mac if he doesn't pan out by the time Bill leaves, but I'd hate to see Bill have to draft and develop another quarterback knowing he's near the end of his road. I guess it's just not sitting well with me knowing we have a new quarterback but not a coaching staff that will grow long-term with him. Am I worrying for nothing? Um, I would just say, can we not worry about, like, when and how we're going to release Mac Jones when he's <laughs> yeah. entering in year two? I right. know. Have a little optimism. Um, about like, you. I, I mean, I, I, I do admit that I uh, on this show I tend to be probably the least optimistic. I, I worry about more things than most, but I'm not worried about – releasing Mac Jones but while Bill leaves so we can have that tra- like Mac Jones is in year 2. Right now he's the quarterback. I'll worry about, you know, what happens between year 4 and year 5 when we get there. When when Carroll took over for Parcells, Bledsoe was in his 5th year. 5th year. Were you worried about his development back then, Paul? No, no. but you know, <laughs> why would you have been? <laughs> <laughs> he had just gone to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, we're going to be you know, pumped and jacked. We got Drew. And he probably had his best year in 97. Um, statistically? I don't know about statistically, but he, he had a really good year in 97. 
Neil from New Brunswick says, any thoughts on taking Gilmore back? At this point, I think he's less expensive than Jackson. <laughs> also, it feels like every free agent player I'm mentioned so sure on the, that. Every free agent player mentioned on this show, there is a reason why he wouldn't or couldn't come here. That feels bad to me. How many bridges has this organization burned? Especially Matty P is a coach multiple players seem to have a beef with. Well, I, I mean, I, we said it last year. It's money, right? Like People yeah. will go play somewhere. I think you just when you get down to splitting hairs of where guys are going to have a choice to go, sometimes you yeah. know, it makes more sense. I would say Malcolm Butler is probably a bridge that's burned, but I, I, like, I don't know that there's many players that I would feel like that about. Yeah. No, you? How many guys have come back? Yeah, I, mean, how, who else like I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule Gilmore out because of <laughs> no. what happened. I'd rule Gilmore out because of money. Want, and and yeah. we, if they wanted yeah, him, he'd still be here. Right. And, right. and and I think Bill went out of his way to be cordial after Gilmore left with what he said publicly. I think both sides did. Yeah. So I I I think there was something yeah. that that Steph was upset about with his treatment. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think it was like a huge like rift with with bill or anything like that no it always seemed like business yeah with that uh let's get back to the ace ticket hotline we'll start with sean in vancouver what's up sean hey fred i got a couple of things i agree with you uh in regards to the plan for the patriots like i i would not be surprised if uh next season the patriots don't make the playoffs because they have a lot of needs you know there's like seven uh positions right now that they're looking at, and, and I think the plan is, is more long-term. Uh, now, Shaq Mason is, is, is a player that I really like. In fact, he's one of my favorite players. I, I kind of have his jersey, so I hope they keep him. But which players, or, or you know, I don't care about semantics, if you call it money or you call it the cap, but how would the Patriots create more spending in terms of either cutting guys or restructuring? What do you think they'll do with that? I'll take that off there. Okay. Are you still there, Sean? He's taking it yeah, off yeah. here. Uh, oh, there he before is. you go, do you kind of yeah. have his shirt because of the number? <laughs> no, yeah. it says May. <laughs> it's just May. Ma. No, Sean, is that why you have the shirt, Sean? Are you one of those adults that has a 69 shirt? I, it, it didn't didn't hurt that I liked that. <laughs> 69. <laughs> Eric, Eric gave me this funny look. He, he has a Shaq Mason shirt, <laughs> and I'm drawing the number 69. <laughs> Makes sense oh. now. There you go. Okay, okay, thanks, Sean. Uh, well, I think the Mason, you know, Mason restructure. I think Jonathan Jones, another one who's who's making a bunch of money and you know isn't you know maybe a, a top flight outside corner. He's he's a versatile inside guy. Um, and, and Van Noy, I mean, he's still got another year too. But th those are kind of the veteran, high money guys that maybe would look to restructure. And and then you mentioned things like Miguel pointed out with like restructuring Judon, where you give him you know more of his signing or more of his bonuses, whatever, like now, and and that can open up. So how do you look at like the the free agents uh, that you just signed, if if in year two, you're addressing those contracts already, um, maybe they always intended to do that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I'm serious. Maybe that was part of the plan. I'm, I'm we'll not give him this, and then we'll. we'll I'm not making fun. We'll of deal you. with it next year. I think yeah. it's amazing how you, you you have it at the ready. I'm not. I'm not even making fun of you. <laughs> like I think I, I think it's awfully hard to envision. Mm -hmm. Signing nine free agents with the idea of four or five of these, we're going to immediately have to address. Well, I think next you year. look at all these contracts that way. I mean, they're all like I don't think in year I don't two think, you look at yeah. that way. I, I think I think 
absolutely. I don't think they want to be using the credit card in year two. But that I, was a lot of money that they put out. I could I could see them saying, listen, if we have to, we're going to put the money out now, but if we have to do something next year, we'll do it. We'll deal with it next year. Yeah, I, I think it's a good, good question from Paul, just generally because I think that's something I keep kind of coming back to of, you know, people are like, oh, we'll just cut Aguilar or cut Devon Gotchow. And it's like, I understand why people maybe were a little disappointed with their performances, but you know, is it does it financially make sense to cut Nelson Aguilar and have whatever you know? You open up a little cap space, you got a bunch of debt, space, and then go sign another free agent yeah, but receiver. Paul's not who talking might about not, cutting them, right? Well, well Aguilar, no, Aguilar saying, like, would be like, cut. Like, what oh, do you okay. do about these guys that maybe you gave too much money? And and you know, right now my philosophy is I think you just burn it off and you hope. This year that they're better. If you got to do, you know, some some little bit of, of you know finagling money here and there, but you know, I don't think if you cut Aguilar, that's like, bad. Yeah, yeah. or you know, or, you know, as Paul said, I mean, people could make case for Godshaw that you could cut him and then go oh, sign, I would, I would you know, him. go sign somebody else. So I just, how much of that is? Do you know you're going to improve the team, or are you just taking another swing on somebody like Aguilar, who was a proven receiver elsewhere and you know was a little bit underwhelming in year one, and you know, or is it just worth it to hey? Let's give him a year to improve. Let's yeah. Did we overpay him? Probably, but we're in that bed now. Let's line it. Let's see what he's got in year two. Maybe maybe it works out better this year than it did. And I feel you know similarly about Janu and you know those guys. So yeah, I would rather call, have Agalord come back with that idea. Like maybe in year two, he can be a little bit more productive. Same with Smith. Uh, gotcha. I would move on from, and I would I would just plug in you know like a Byron Coward. Yep. Like I think he can get that. I mean I don't think Coward's a great player. But I think you can get with Gotcha. Like, Barmore was different. Barmore, like, he showed up to me every game. And I know I have a crush on the guy, but he's different. Gotcha was out there. Like, he's just out there. I, like, that's not worth $9 million a year to me. Uh, Todd is in North Carolina. Hey, Todd. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. Good. So I think we better be careful about uh, looking at our path with uh, Bill because I think Andy Hart had him in the gr- grave soon because he – quoted some 70-year-old people in the States that just don't live that long. Uh-oh. Anyway, on to my question is, I'm, I'm wondering who, who do we need to secure in this offseason, and who can we let go with respect to the defense? Because I think the defense is so, just such a big question, and I'm just not sure if we can afford to lose too, much, too many of our veterans because we need the leadership because we don't have a defensive coordinator. Well, let, yeah, we need somebody there. Let, so let's, I'm just kind of curious what you guys think. On let's that. phrase it another way: Who are guys that are untouchable on defense? Yeah, like that. That's yeah, good. yeah, like under contract and untouchable. Yeah, like I mean, Barmore, Barmore, Barmore. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Judon, I mean, kind of. I would say like like, like Phillips and Duggar probably. Yeah, yep. Phillips, yep. Phillips yep. is a good one, and I'd say Judon too. Right now, yeah. Well, he's not going anywhere, so yeah. you might as well call him. How about Uche? Is, is he, uh, he's shown it, enough for us to keep no. him or not yet? Not yet. No. No. I mean, I don't think he's going anywhere, but he's not untouchable. Someone wanted to give me a second-round pick for him, I would take it in a heartbeat. Yeah. That's what you used okay. on him, yeah. right? Right. Point is, there aren't that many. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe some more on the offensive side of the ball than no, I yeah. could yeah, I think say. I think okay. McCourty is a guy that if I were Bill, I would I – would try to extend myself to retain yes because i think play, yeah. okay. i think i think he's a guy that gives you that leadership back there and i think you might need a little of that yep. especially if you what lose you jackson high tower i think high tower doesn't give you as much because i don't think he's as good a player yeah okay 
Yeah, I'd like to hear what he wants that to do. Sense. I think it's right. tough. I mean, it, does he want to come back? I mean, I could see a role for him. I just yeah, if Hightower wanted to come back at you know like a sort of a veteran, not a veteran minimum. That's insulting, but you know like a three million, four million dollars or something like that. I, I I'd look into it, but I don't think he will. I'm with Fred on him. He talks about money a lot. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Good Todd. Night. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's go over to Pittsfield. What's up, Ben? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Yo. All right, I'm just. Uh, this is one thing I need to just say quick in terms of offensive coordinators. If like like how long can we wait until like we know either it's going to be a mess like the defense last year where we don't know, or like we finally know that we're going to have an offensive coordinator. Like, when do you think they make that decision? By like, could we see it in the next week? Like, I, I mean, at the very least, I think they need to just put Nick Haley at OC and just call it there and hope for the best because. I cannot see no offensive coordinator working out at all. Well, again, you know, are you? It's a, there's a difference between a guy with the title and a guy who's doing the job. And you know, if we get into the spring and we see Nick Haley with a headset, and we, we'll say, okay, they're trying him at that. They're they're getting him ready for that. Yeah. Um, and we'll know in the spring if if that's mm-hmm. on if that's on the plate. But I would expect if nothing's happened by March 16th that you're going with what you got. Yeah, yeah you're kind of going with what you got. Oh, I think the, co- so the coaching staff, I think, is what you got. I mean, you might get like a Vinny Sinceri type that we don't know mm-hmm. comes in as like a quality control guy. But in terms of the, yeah. the real jobs, I, I, I know it. that some people still think that Bill O'Brien and Adam I, Gase are possibilities. Yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't either. either. They ha- well, yeah, Gase may, but not, not O'Brien. Yeah. Is because I feel like I, I keep hearing from so many people – Oh, you know, Bill O'Brien, you know, he's totally coming back. Don't worry, you know, next week or two. But that still is yet to happen. And as each day kind of passes by and more and more happens, it just seems so, so unlikely. Yeah. I think you need to get your head around that the guys who are here are the ones you're going to have. Yeah, definitely. But all right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate the call. Um, Let's see. Let's get to some of these emails at webradio at patriots.com. Uh Ray from St. Louis writes in, saw some rant on Twitter from Jarvis Landry. I don't know if you all talked about this, but do you think if released, that would be someone you'd like on our team to play in the slot? Eh. Jarvis Landry. Well, I, I like Jarvis Landry. Yeah, but I liked him, but I thought when we saw him play, like based on what we saw him play, it all made sense to me after I saw what he wrote because he looked like he did not want to get hit at yeah. all. I mean, he looked like he was playing through something, which he said he was. You know, again, would I take a veteran, savvy interior receiver? Yeah, I'd kick the tires on one of those guys, but I'd prefer. What did he say on yeah. Twitter? Just that he was hurt all year. That you know he wasn't. He didn't do any media availability because he was trying to get healthy. Um, I forget what. What I mean, that kind of the main gist of it. Just that he so was kind of like what was it against? And fighting. Like it seems like the emailer is equating this to like he wants out of Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Like he said that I, I I forget exactly what the words. Because I didn't are. I don't I mean you know mm-hmm. you know me in the social media is I is Baker Mayfield a good quarterback? No, 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 unequivocally I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, but I mean I, in I, fairness I, to me, I, that was my thought coming into the league, and I've stuck with it. I think he's I think he's a good quarterback. I don't know if he's Super Bowl winning quarterback. I w- I was again I was not impressed with him 
when he came here. He just didn't look like he had progressed. It didn't really well, look like he, he was seeing I mean, the field. Now I'm going to go the other way. The Browns He's were playing with with a torn rotator cuff and a separated shoulder, and no and like, no te- no skill position players who were all out on COVID. Yeah. So I, I'm not bl- I'm not necessarily blaming this year on him. I just don't think he's that good. I've never been. I've never huge been huge on him. I've never I been a big really been against guy. him either. But I don't know. I've good seen commercials. Him twice. That's yeah. about all I can yeah. tell you. He's good. He's, he's not great. Good actor. Good, not great. Yeah. Um, Ken writes in from New Jersey. I've been thinking about Tom Brady's retirement announcement. I think he solely mentioned the Buccaneers not to disrespect the Patriots, but to butter up the Bucks so that they release or trade him when the time comes. Disrespecting the Patriots was just a happy secondary benefit. Yeah, and then tell everybody that you couldn't deal with Bruce Arians anymore. <laughs> it's a good way to go about it. So, right? Okay. I mean, where did Rich Ornberger get that? Mm-hmm. Former right. teammate? Yep. Didn't didn't somebody say that he was also friends with Byron Lefwich? Ornberger? Ornberger? Maybe. He might be. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just my point is they're getting it from them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. So, is he the one that said his sources were impregnable? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I think I think was he the one that said that? Like his source was impregnable. I don't know. I just like. I just saw the the bullet points. Sounds like something he would say. The you know the red ink with you know after they do the offensive game plan and all yeah. that stuff. And I don't even use a red pen. A lot of a lot of friction. <laughs> right. A lot of a lot of friction. That's there. when you're you know. <laughs> yeah. How could they know? That's that. Well, that that's a that would be a billism. Right. That's not true. Now if right. he said I take my purple pen out, then, and then you know out, then that that's you'd a, find out three years later yeah. he uses a blue pen. Right. And, right. That, and that's why it wasn't that's true. Right. He just lights And Fred would say, well, it's not true. He just lights a match to it. (laughs) This is what I think of it. Actually, actually, he just just rips it up and throws it away. He doesn't light a match to it. Do over. Give me that. I'm going to the bathroom. (laughs) Do over. Is there anything worse than a do over? -over. I still say I don't understand the outrage of a head coach having input in his office. I know. It it does seem like. You know? I just don't. The the way that was written was more than input. It was just like. Are you ta- like? Are they tasked with putting together a game plan, and then they bring it to you, and you say, "Yeah, okay, we can work with this, and we could do this and this." But instead of this, let's do that. Or you're just saying, "Yeah, that's great." Hmm. Here's what we're doing. doing. Yeah, because that's what it sounds like they were doing. I, that's not what I read. I read that he made a couple additions, couple, and that was it. Yeah, if that's all it is, then yeah. that 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 there's no uh, reason to be upset. Th- that about whole that. red ink tweet yeah. sounded like more than what you're describing. I'm just surprised that this whole Tom Brady thing has just been so graceless. Like, it just how it, it's just been, uh, you know. Hey, Tom Brady. surprised. <laughs> Deuce, Tom Brady Sr. told us it wasn't going to end it's pretty. So it's yeah. not ending pretty. Uh, right. With it is, but, Bay. I agree, yeah. I agree well, with Mike that, a, yeah. a frankly, guy, a guy who was so um, image conscious yeah. all, all along the way has, has bungled this yeah. beyond belief. Like, so unlike him. Missteps, stupid stuff to talk about every every way. Like you could tell me this is the real him, and I'm not going to argue with you because who knows? I don't know who the real him is. But does he know who the real him is? I I I would just say, based on the lengths that he went through along the way to make sure he didn't come off like this, mm-hmm. it's 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 yeah. it's, it's kind of stunning that 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 he's he's done that's, this. That's still going. Like it's I don't know. I I I just expected something different based on how he. Everything is so carefully thought out and planned, and it almost mm-hmm. seemed like 
maybe ESPN getting the, getting the beat on it just threw it all into chaos. Yep. And then he was like, I don't wasn't even. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah. yeah. And, then, yeah. and then he didn't. He could just never quite write this right. shit. Never recovered. Here's the thing. Yeah. Don't tell people what you're doing. And say, keep it on the down low, because it's going to get out there. Don't make a 10-part documentary. Right, yeah. <laughs> you got some assistant editor who's, like, digitizing yeah. footage. Like, right. Uh, Tom, well, he's, he's retiring. He's yeah. retiring. Here it is right here. Right. I just wrote the uh, Chiron for it. It says <laughs> I'm retired. Like, do you, I mean, do you know, like, what, what Mike and I are saying? Like, do you guys see it the same way? Like, I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe this is really what Tom is, and he's just, like, shielded the real Tom from us all these years. Well, the, the, I but, mean. like, this is just... I retire. Like, think. Just think about. St- step back and think of the time timeline for a second. It leaks on Saturday before the conference championship games, which Real, is really mi- Friday night, Paul. Which, don't yeah. forget. Okay, yeah. Friday night before the conference championship, right. which which number one is something that would would run counter to what you would think Brady would want. Mm-hmm. Right. However, maybe we just didn't really know what the real time was. Then everybody and their brother on his behalf on his behalf. Right. Said, Deny it. No, it's not true. Right. Monday comes around. He goes on a podcast with Jim Gray. Jim Gray. Hey, Tom. And, and hey. says that he's <laughs> hasn't made that, that decision. The very next morning, he puts out a lengthy. Eight pages? Mm-hmm. A lengthy post on Instagram to retire and excludes the Patriots. Like, does any of this None like, of sort of jive no. with. The way you've always thought Tom carries himself? No. No, it does seem like, to, to Deuce's point, things were forced. Like his hand was forced a little bit, and he wasn't thinking clearly. Well, no, he, but I, I don't uh, – yeah, I was also going to say, like, he's acted differently since he left for Tampa Bay, I thought, the last couple of years. Loosey-goosey. A little bit more loose about yeah. things, doing more commercials, like being a little bit more personable in the media appearances that he does. Like, when it was here, Paul's right. It was always very, like – Image conscious and uh, yeah, and the kind of like ah, oh, yeah, uh, I'm not going to get into that. Oh shucks. And, yeah, uh, and every I'll give you a great story along those lines in a second. But just I, I want you. You said like how he, his hand was forced, Freddie, and I do wonder if maybe you know like, let's go back to the leaking of the the story, like Lock and Fora, and then Darlington and Schefter. I wonder if it sort of rankled Tampa Bay. That he was stepping aside, and Tampa Bay went to those guys and said, "Oh yeah, he's 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 retiring. Maybe mm. he's he's being coy with you, and that yeah. sort of forced his hand. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, because maybe he was, maybe what he was trying to do was play nice because he didn't really want to retire, and he wanted to go to San Francisco. Just say San Francisco yeah. for the sake of the argument. And he went to Tampa Bay. Like you know, we've been good to each other, right? This is this has worked out. I got you what you wanted." You gave me what I wanted, but I want to go. I got a year left for my contract. Let me go. Otherwise, I, I'm just going to retire. Right. And then, like, Jason Light or someone said, F you. Hey, chef. Yeah. Right. Your boy's retiring. Could be. Could be. Yeah. You know? Could and, be. And Game that, of Thrones stuff. But yeah. Game that, of Thrones but, stuff. But, like, wouldn't that sort of explain how seemingly unprepared he was? Yes. Right, because yes. it wasn't going according to the plan that he had laid out. This is what I wanted to do. I was going to let this go out for a month. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, nice off-season, a whole like Tom Brady right. retirement announcement. And weekend. if I did retire, I still get that $4 million or whatever it was yeah. that I was supposed to get from the Bucs. So, so, d- so does Garoppolo end up on the Bucs? 
<laughs> and then Tom comes back. And Tom comes back. Or the Packers. Oh, Imagine that. <laughs> Gets hurt. Could, they, see, him, you know, could it, see him going to yeah. Green Bay. You know, it's another just little detail, Paul, too, is like TB12 posting the like goodbye. Like his own company posted like right after. Right. Like, congratulations on your career. They like, weren't in on it. They weren't in on it. Which like, shows, yeah. you, oh, oh, shows oh. you how connected he is with TB12. <laughs> right. Mm. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Claire in West Midlands, UK. Oh. Hello, everyone. Hello. Not Marine. Not Marine. He's Disney Marines World. in Disney World. Uh, quick shout out, if I may. I'm celebrating the one-year anniversary of my podcast, A Claire Perspective. Fred, I hope you'll be on now in my second season. I doubt it, but okay. Uh, <laughs> well, so you're, mean. You're too good to be on? Oh, so we'll, mean. We'll see. I'm only kidding. I'm just kidding. I made Deuce laugh. <laughs> this guy. My goal every show is to make Deuce laugh. It's That's tough okay. to do. It's tough to do. Yeah. I don't laugh at much. No. You laugh at everything. No. Oh, right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wait. Um. Okay, possibly a stupid question, so my apologize, but I'm genuinely curious. How feasible is it for a team to trade for a decent rookie drafted, say, the year before? What with cheaper contracts for four years, etc., how likely and even possible is it for a team to get another team, say, second-round draft pick, as in the player from the previous year who may have played some of the season? Hmm. If he played any level of... Well, like at any level of production, almost impossible. Yeah. Right? You'd have to give him a first right. round pick probably to get his. Yeah. To get yeah. His and even guy. then, I'm like, and why? If like you him. had, if you drafted a guy in the second round, isn't that, and, and, and he's working, isn't that more valuable than mm-hmm. an unknown first round pick? Mm. Yeah. What was, uh, I mean, the only guy I can think of is uh, the, what's his name, the uh, Josh Rosen, as a, as, a, as a high day one, day two pick. Who, right. A stiff. Like, you can get yeah. stiff. Like, they don't work out. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> you could get a guy who wasn't going to make the team as a draft pick and maybe trade for him, I don't know, right before the season starts. <laughs> Just spitballing like, here. I, any examples? Of, uh, Sean Wade. <laughs> oh, see, well, don't, we're going to name names. Uh, Spee and Fresno, uh, Fred just nailed it with the phrase, there's a difference between a guy with the title and a guy who's doing the job. Uh, there was an old similar PFW adage, but I can't quite remember it. Oh well, anyway, it's the, it's there. Are, there are guys who make the Pro Bowl. There are Pro Bowlers, and there are guys who make the Pro Bowl. Right. There are guys, there are ten sack guys right. and, and guys who have guys ten, who sacks. Have ten right. sacks. There's a name for that type of switching of phrases. There's an actual name of that, like hmm. you know. But you don't. I, know, I, don't I, I forget the name Here's of that. Andy Hart would say an Andy Hartism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. Anyway, he uh, Spee says he's closing in in his first home this oh, Thursday. He's and he's not blasting his way out of Cleveland. He's saying right off the go, I'm putting the ball in Cleveland's court, telling them I would like to stay. But if not, then I'm confident enough in myself to be better uh, healthy me next year. Yeah, he's not blasting his way out of Cleveland. He's, he's See, looking is, for more money. Well, I think he's let, he's letting everybody know in case they release me. I'm, I, I wasn't healthy last year. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, buying his first. Say again. Start over. Buying their first home. Who's this? Any Spee. sage advice? Spee in Fresno. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, well, Deuce would say, uh, "Don't do it in California." <laughs> yeah. In Fresno, I mean, yeah. No, it's, I mean, probably better prices up there than than. Yeah, you know, Fresno the Bay is not. So. The, it's not like no. Frisco or San, yeah. San Diego. Oh, but you'll need you'll need more money. Yeah, it just keeps adding up. Always something to do. It's always five hundred thousand. Always bucks things here. to do. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the situation is. I need to know the particulars. I think you'll love being a homeowner, but it's not easy. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I... There's a level of anxiety that comes with it that I wasn't, as a renter, a lifelong renter, that, that you just, well, if it breaks, I'll just call the landlord. See, and now it's like I'm always it's kind of on edge. because like, I was the opposite. Every, every time I had to write out my check for rent every month, it made me depressed. Right. I could be owning something. I could, instead of owning something, I'm, I'm renting it and I'm not generating any equity. I'm like, I'm not right. building anything. Mm-hmm. Now, now I mean, you own it. It's like, now I'm in debt up to my eyeballs, but <laughs> at least it's mine. And if I, and listen, if, if worse come to worst, I sell my house. Right. And there's, my problems are all solved. Right. But except but, you have to buy, find a new place to live. Right. But right. I would, like, if I had to, yeah. I'd yeah. be able to rent yeah. with a lot more money right. that, I, that I've built up yeah. you know, based on what I would sell my house for. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, it's. I mean, but it's something a, has always gone wrong. I'll give you a great example of what went wrong over the weekend, Freddie. Okay. <laughs> I got a new door put in the front, so around the frame, you know, on the inside, you know, they they take the frame off, they put it back on, they get but there's like little nicks or whatever. Yeah. So I had to paint around the door again. Yeah. Uh, I can't find the right gray. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> so I painted it with a different color. <laughs> Well, is it a it's matter of, of the oh. finish? Is it like satin versus flat? No, no versus different egg? color. Oh, just because the, the, the lovely Elizabeth has about seven different kinds of gray around the house. Oh. <laughs> Anchor gray? Okay. That's an ours. Yeah. Smoke gray? Because all you, you, know, you can have the same color but a different finish, and it just looks like different color. Yeah, this is yeah. D- it's darker now. I mean, it looks better than it did with all the – like, the, like I, I got the spackle out and a little joint compound. I smoothed it out, yeah. sanded it. Bob so it here. looks a lot better, yeah. but the colors are off. Well, when, when I was selling my house, like it was kind of a, a last-minute decision. Yeah. So I had done some stuff, like thinking we were going to stay, and uh, I pulled out a medicine cabinet and to put in a new one, and like just completely, you know, tore up the 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 wall around and the cabinet. Never, and then you never put it right. One so in. so I just like spackled and and it, it just never would look. So I I painted like a white frame around it like i meant to have a white frame <laughs> you know just did things like that cover, cover it up oh yeah, yeah. You know, all over the place <laughs> they must have been like what is this yeah. guy doing well this guy has really <laughs> weird taste you know just rip the medicine cabinet right out of the wall as soon as they try to open it oh up, yeah like, like I, and i had to it uh, had one of those uh saws you know the oh, yeah. all saw whatever they call those and I had to make more room because the other medicine cabinet was just a little bit bigger. So I'm like sawing, you know, two by fours in the wall. I, and my bedroom's next one. I go, I went right through the wall. <laughs> I didn't realize it, but <laughs> it's poking out the other side. You know, like one of those commercials oh, yeah. with the right. nail gun. Right. Yeah, like, right. What could go wrong? It's like, oh, this is working work. out. Then I go on the other side and like walls just pushed right out. <laughs> but I, I like do-it-yourself projects. Yeah, well, that, I, that, that's what I mean is I've only owned a home now for a year, but just there's uh, there's always something to do, and it's fun, like, on, you know, I'm going to go do some yard work, and you feel like you're really doing something for yourself. Yeah. You know? I like that. I had a big limb that came down nope. in the storm Friday, and uh, Eversource had to come and cut it up because it was across the road, <laughs> but they left these huge, like, trunks on the sidewalk, and now I, you can't do am that. I supposed to cut those up, or, like, what, what's going on here? You know? Need firewood? Yeah. Fire. But, but, I mean, it's not like – this is a huge limb. It was a very old tree. So it's not like I even with a chainsaw it'd be easy because these are like it. double thick, you know. Stumps. Yeah. So You have fireplaces in your new new crew? Uh, uh, five of them. Five fireplaces? Yes, I do. 
Oh, yeah. God, that's... Is that I, how want, you, I want one of those. Is that yeah. how you heat the house? No. You can, though. Well, you can. You, you well, light those I mean, up. You're alive. Like, I can't imagine, like... Like people in those keep times, track of five all fires. you're doing is bringing in wood <laughs> yeah. all day. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you keep that thing going in the middle of winter. Right, right. right. and so that your job is to bring in wood all day long. <laughs> Hot wood, you know, no chainsaws. Yep, no, yeah. all by hand. We want to convert ours to gas, just to make it easier for that, because it does make a mess. Yeah, so you you know you got to do the whole thing down the chimney with the insert. Right, and all but that. I, but I have. Like the I, when I got a new hot water heater like four or five years ago, the guy set it all up. Oh, okay. So all I have to do is connect the line oh. if I want to. All right. We just didn't do it at the time because I yeah. just had to buy a new hot water heater. I like the real fire. There's like a budget. The smell. Yeah. The yeah. smell yep. of it. Yeah. No, it's just and the, the smoke of it. Yeah. The smoke. Yeah. Of it. See, that's exactly why I don't like it. <laughs> right. It makes right. a mess. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. But yeah, five five fireplaces. Five. That's great. Have See, you lit all of five them? Five with a sniff there. We've yeah. only, that was five with a sniff. We've only lit one yeah. so far, yeah. and that's the one in the bedroom. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, we had no You lit a fire, and it wasn't in the fireplace. Now, that's when you sniff. <laughs> we, had no, we had no electricity, so we... Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and, of course, I didn't open the flu all the way, so the smoke <laughs> filled the room. <laughs> well, so we both got Also, now, also why I want a gas fireplace, because I've dealt with that, too. So now you're opening the window, which is counter to what you were trying to you're do, freezing. which is heat the house. Yeah. My kids had a sleepover one night, yeah. and the, the fire was going all day. And then, we, you know, we put the fire out. It was out, but... It wasn't completely open. Right. <laughs> so the kids are sleeping. One of the kids comes upstairs. Oh, Paul, there's a lot of smoke downstairs. I go down. You couldn't even see. Oh, I was like, wow. Get, everybody get upstairs. <laughs> yeah. I thought I, thought I was going to kill my kids. Oh, my right. God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so home ownership is fun. Yeah. Yeah. A little stressful, but. Yeah. Watching your home home equity increase is nice. Yeah. It's Paul. And I have these really yeah. old windows. Yeah. So they're drafty, yeah. you know. You should get the mass save. The mass save does a great job. I had them come in. Yeah. So, oh, I have, a, I have a whole story with them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> so well, we, we got nothing but time. I, I had them come in, and they did the whole evaluation, and they yeah. said, okay, we're going to schedule you. They're going to come in. They're going to put insulation downstairs and in the attic, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, in the meantime, between that and the appointment, they sent me this nice box of, you know, light bulbs and all this. So that's great. So then the day that they're supposed to come in for the insulation, this is like four months later now. They show up, and the guy looks around. He's like, well, we can't do that. We can't do this. We can't. We're going to have to. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, this is not what they said they were going to do. I said, I don't want any of it. Go. He goes, really? I'm like, yeah. I go, first of all, it's an old house. I'm afraid what you're going to do is going to mess it up. And half of what he said you are going to do, now you're saying you can't do. So I, I don't want anything. So he leaves. They come back like half an hour later, I guess, with his manager. He goes, listen, you know, you sure you want to do this? I mean, we're going to get paid anyway, so we don't care. But I'm like, no, just go. I, I don't want anything done. Took none of it. Yeah. Yeah. They did it to ours. I mean, it was all the, the insulation in the in the attic, which yeah. is like they, they had like a whole tube that was blasting in there. But oh. Yeah, but see, I don't want them doing that. You know, like, first of all, I ha- it gets so hot upstairs anyway. Like, I don't need insulation in the attic because mm-hmm. heat rises. You know, I need it, like, in the basement, mm-hmm. you know, but. Yeah, they sealed ours up. They went I said don't with, do like, anything. They spray yeah. and they put the insulation around the basement, too. But 
I don't know. We didn't really notice. I mean, the gas has gone through the roof, so our gas bills were still astronomical. Yeah. I just feel like this house has been around for over 330 years, and no one's done that yet. There might be a reason why they haven't done it. I don't know. Yeah. Like, am I going to mess your foam? Am I going to mess something up if I have them do that? So yeah. safe. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to the Ace Ticket Hotline. Jeff's in Texas. What's up, Jeff? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, just two things. One, I think. Uh, Every, everybody that calls in should vote for their favorite uh, Paul and Fred argument of the season. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we got to spark uh, that up again. We haven't, uh, we've been slacking lately. Well, I, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, my, my favorite argument was the one between you guys, um, and it was about a player's value is uh, being traded greater to the team he's being traded from than the team he's being traded to. <laughs> yeah. you guys remember that one? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, sure. yeah, yeah I remember it moment. well because he changed in the middle on me. Oh, he confused me in the middle. <laughs> Look, our, our best arguments, though, are when the Patriots are really good. That's when Paul argues with me. Oh, okay. Is that why I haven't argued with you in a couple <laughs> of years? Right. Oh. No, that, exactly. Oh, no, that's man. exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's That's the All hidden right. meaning there. So you just don't have it in you to argue all the time? No, like it's just like I can admit when they're not playing well. Paul can't admit when they're they are playing well. But I can argue it's, anything. You know, the league stinks <laughs> when the Patriots are on a twenty-year mm-hmm. crushing dynasty. Oh, I, I don't recall ever saying that. Oh, you and Andy. Oh, the the league stinks. No, no, There's no, no. no good teams. The division stinks. Uh, now the whole the league. A, the the a, whole league. Wait, wait, Fred, I remember. Fred, Listen, you're being disingenuous. Like an elephant. You're being. See, so, so you've done it, Jeff. Here we go. Congratulations. You've done it. <laughs> I might. I might give you entry number one for the, for the 2022 off season. <laughs> don't tell me the first iteration of the dynasty. The o, the o, th- a one through o four o five that era. You're telling me that I told you that Pittsburgh. Indianapolis and Tennessee and Baltimore. Yeah, I told you those teams stink. I, I don't ever remember saying that. I remember very. I never remember telling you the Colts with Peyton Manning. Stunk. I remember very clearly. Those were, Andy, those were the, great. The teams league stinks. And Paul nodding. Yeah, no, the, the division stinks. stinks. Yeah. The division I, stinks. I, I mean, I've I've stood by that from I, the from the start. But don't tell me that I told you that the Peyton Manning Colts or the Roethlisberger Steelers stunk. Yeah. I never said that. Yeah. I say a lot of stupid things, like I would trade Brady straight up for Matthew Stafford. I, I will resign if they draft Richard <laughs> Seymour. I say a lot of stupid things that I admit to. <laughs> I never said that the Peyton Manning Colts stunk. No. Or that the Steelers stunk. Yeah, but I think with the, you know, I think overall— Those were great teams. The you Patriots and Andy beat. were in lockstep that the league is And at the good. time, the no. AFC was a minefield. To get to the Super Bowl, just get to the Super Bowl, was winning it. Because mm-hmm. the NFC stunk. That the AFC was really good. Yeah. All right, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate that. Beat him in another argument. <laughs> well, 15, 16, 17, those years, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Like that was the, that those years, the AFC fell off a cliff. Like yeah, but I'm talking about going it, back. Right. Yeah. Like when they want when they had these twenty game winning streaks that he's talking about. I didn't tell you that they beat all bad teams, and those and those that that wasn't true. Well, I'll take your word for it. I wasn't here, so now <laughs> the division. I think it's an. Uh, what we argued is I think it's an enormous advantage to go into every year knowing you're going to go 5-1 and one in your division, you're going to have it locked up by Thanksgiving, and you're going to have a bye as a result in home playoff games. Like, I don't care how, like, everybody would say, well, look at their record outside. It doesn't matter. Other teams do well outside of the division too. But the difference was those teams in the division couldn't compete with them, and they knew it every year going into the season. That's an enormous edge. Yeah. 
just those Rexy years. That was and Buffalo. Buffalo was okay. And wasn't that the only bit. time that it was ever yeah. interesting? Yep. It was like oh nine, ten, yep. and eleven. Yep. Yep. Um, Dan in Virginia, in Michigan, five fireplaces, Fred. Yeah, it, it really is much. I must have missed the show where you announced that you moved into Downton Abbey. <laughs> is that right, Downton Abbey? Yeah, you got yeah. it right. You, you yeah. got that right. Because you said Downtown Abbey. I knew, oh. I knew oh, that was corrected wrong. him. Wow. I knew yeah. that was wrong. Good for you, Fred. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, let's see. Alex writes in from San Diego. Oh. Beautiful. The aforementioned. Oh, Wales. Uh, no, he's actually from Pawtucket. But with oh. the talk of San Diego, he had to chime in. To say that I'm going to my bachelor party in August to San Diego. I'm getting married in September. Congratulations. Uh, right in time to ensure my fiance finally leaves being a Giants fan to become a Patriots fan for the 2022 season. I kid. I know she never will. Question. <laughs> what are some spots in San Diego I should make sure to hit? Food is highly encouraged. Deuce, this is I, you. Yeah, I never lived there. I, I'd have to consult my wife who lived there, but I would say just generally the Mexican food is wonderful down there. I think you don't think I don't think you can go wrong. Uh, that place. That. Did you come with us to that uh, George's George's on the Cove? I think it's called. No. Uh, when we were out there for that week in uh, 2014, the PR took us out there, and that was a. What's Prime that, spot. What's the downtown area? Gaslight area. Gaslight, Gaslight, yeah. Gaslight district. district. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a little, there's a little Italy there, so that might remind you of, uh, of home, Alex. Yeah. yeah, the Gaslight district's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you golf, Torrey Pines is actually a public course. It yeah, is. it's a great place to play. Yeah. I've golfed there, and I stink. Yeah. <laughs> are you not a good golfer? All I, hockey players I, are good. No, I'm okay. I think I've told this story before. I won't I won't go, but my friend stayed there overnight, and if you stay there, you get passes, and it was an absolute, like, travesty that we were even on the field. Like, he had his, like, girlfriend. Well, the fact that you called it a field. I know. <laughs> it makes it a travesty. <laughs> Football on the, gird- on the, on the uh, course. The, the green. The green. Uh, but he had, like, his girl. We didn't have enough people for our group, so he had to, like, have his girlfriend tee off, and so, like, this girl is teeing off, like, in flip-flops and, and – and the whole time, the marshal was up our ass. Ready, golf. You guys are holding the whole thing. Like, screaming at us. Like, really? Just from hole to hole. Yeah, then they, I do got that, <laughs> they do that sometimes at good courses. <laughs> then I got this other guy who's like my friend, my, my, my friend's boyfriend. And this guy is like a drinker with an edge. And he's getting really mad about this marshal. And he's like starting to talk about, so I'm going to fight him. In this, in this <laughs> he's like, I'm going to fight him. Like he's getting mad. Each okay. hole. Yeah, I'm he's step like, back. And I'm like, fight the guy. what have I stepped into? I don't even know it. You know, and we're just, and then there's somebody's not even playing. They're just handing out drinks in the cart behind. Like the marshal's like, what are you? So you say Tory Pines, it's a public course. I'm like, maybe they should reconsider it. Cause people <laughs> like us are going on and making an absolute joke of the whole thing. What's the worst like behavior you've ever witnessed, witnessed live on a golf course. <laughs> Ooh. I've never been on a golf like I, I had a fight break out in a hole ahead of me. Because of what? I don't know what they were fighting about, but the two you know parties yeah. got into a fist fight at Leo J. Martin. They're probably hitting into the group. Maybe. But yeah. I've seen fights. Yeah. Like, I mean, not f- like physical fist fights, but yeah. yelling. Confrontations where there's yelling going yeah. on. And <laughs> it's always because someone's hitting into the group. And right. if you yeah. do it once, it's an accident. If you do it consistently, you're, you're a jerk. You're on a You're on a Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, not a lot. I mean, a lot of a lot of times at Dennis <laughs> Once Highlands, an accident, twice. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, seen like uh, urination in the open. Like, come on, you know, in the open. Yeah, drunken, like, drunken. Uh, like, not even like trying to hide in the woods. You know, like just on the edge of the of the fairway. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen that Rick in the rough. You know, from the rough. Have you ever been on a course with an alligator? I've never been mm-hmm. on a golf course. Uh, no. 
Is that right? That's right. You've never been on a golf course. I mean, we went. Yeah. We did the the radio show from that. Uh, remember when the Patriots used to I have those Belmont. Belmont, yeah, Belmont Foundation Golf Club. Course. Yeah. yeah. So I've been to golf courses. I've never actually You've gone You've never out played and, golf? No. Wow. You'd no. like it. No. It's pastoral. I, I would think it. <laughs> in all seriousness, Fred, I think you're right. Yeah. It oh, sounds yeah. like something oh, that yeah. he would really yeah. like. He's already got the hats. Yeah. <laughs> it's a... Uh, I got the ensemble. It's right up your alley. I can't believe that you've never tried. It's like I don't it. even I've need never, new clothes. I can just yeah. wear what like I wear. There's some great, especially in New England. There's some really scenic golf courses that I think you would really enjoy. Yeah. Just walking around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Never had the opportunity. It just buys it. Buys a, a round. Doesn't play. Just walks the course. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a golf. I'm just here for the. That scenery. was always my skiing thing. I always yeah. wanted to accompany my Sit friends on skiing yeah. trips. Yeah. yeah. I I can ski. I don't really like it all Paul that much. Paul was into much. the après ski. Oh, yeah. And and, and I would I, I would I would go and and I would hang out and and then when they came to the lodge I'm like rip, rip, we're ready. <laughs> yeah. I used yeah. to do the same thing with fantasy football drafts. Never was in any, any of the, the leagues, but I used to show up for the draft night. <laughs> Wings and beers. Heckle. Heckle. Right. No, <laughs> right. Just making everybody was. There's no heckling. Just drinking. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you just gonna sit there and heckle up every pick we make? Or? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alex says, in what terms of the Patriots, is there a personnel group that you guys feel strong? about i would say our running backs are pretty solid i know everyone is looking for the holes we need to fill as we should just want to see what group you're least concerned with least least Ooh. concerned would probably be uh, running backs. Um, yeah. yeah running backs that's it yeah yeah and even then i think they mm -hmm. I, I think they need to add i think they need that a little bit they could probably are you concerned with the tight ends no, no, but I, 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 I'd I like don't to think add it's to it. Great. You wouldn't yeah. mind upgrading. I wouldn't mind upgrading sure. a little. Yeah, I don't think it's great. I don't think you got a lot out of Smith. Yeah, uh, Jack and Anaba. My favorite argument by far is your argument about whether a river has a tide. That was with Andy. That was Andy. Yeah. That was with that Andy. was legendary because no one gets angry like Andy. Oh, he was just you know very mad. Very mad. Like, very I'm mad. always arguing, so I'm not saying I never get really mad because I do. Oh sometimes, yeah, you do. But for the most part, I'm I'm happy. <laughs> Arguing, yeah. You're Andy, yes. but he gets is angry. Oh, he got mm. mad at Fred that night. I mean, he was really yes. angry with you. Oh yeah, and this was during the first round of, of the, the draft. draft. Yeah, that's all. Oh yeah, I'm sure we <laughs> traded out anyway. Uh, uh, Randy, sure, probably I'm sure Eric harumphs his way off. Yep. Couple emailers with uh, restaurant suggestions in San Diego. Oh, there you go. Uh, Buona Forchetta in South Park and Salud in Barrio Logan. Barrio. I don't know what that is. I'm questioning the pronunciation of those. Very much so. Andrew has Cochina Urbana. Born and raised. He says it's expensive but amazing drinks and steak. Urban Kitchen. Oh. Sounds good to me. And then Morning Glory. Great souffles and pancakes. You'd like that, Eric. Souffle. Souffle. Eric's a big breakfast guy. Yeah. We actually, uh, when we were out there that week, uh, uh, Jim Nance had recommended to our PR director a, a place to go to breakfast. And for the life of me, I cannot remember the name of the place. It was awesome, but it was like a little bit uh, on, on like a, it was right on the, on the road, but the, like the hillside, it was built into the hillside along the road. So you go up and you have this great view of the Pacific Ocean out there. And it was a tremendous spot, good Food too, and I can't. I cannot remember the name of the place. Hmm. Yeah. Call up Jim Nance, maybe. Maybe. Hello, friends. Hello. What's friends. the name of that breakfast place? 
I kind of like that commercial. When, How did you get this number? When they're all they're all <laughs> kids and they go to the game for the first time. That one with Jim Nance. And he, uh, and oh, the I haven't seen th- that. The kid comes and he goes, hello, friends. Uh-huh. Uh, Tyler writes in from Natick. I was curious as to if there are any updates on being on there being Patriots Unfiltered hoodies. I've been listening to this podcast since 2014 and would be more than happy to buy some PU merch especially a PU flag signed by the crew oh. to fly when tailgating at home games. Oh, PU boy. flag. PU flags. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get on it. Fun with flags. I think, I think there is talk about creating some hoodies. We talked to Adriana yeah. about yeah. it a little bit. Because we're doing yeah. some Matt. for the international, and we figured let's just get some for yeah. PU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hey. But it's it never left I think No, I think Matt has uh, done he's some He's efforting labor. that? Yes, yeah. he's yeah. done some labor. And a question for Eric. I work in Woonsocket and was wondering if there are any great vegetarian restaurants in Rhode Island I should check out. Plant City, downtown Providence, right on uh, South Water Street. Downtown Providence. Yep. Plant City. Plant City. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was also one I just closed because uh, of the pandemic, but it was called The Grange up on Broadway. That was a good one. But Plant City is the place to go. Right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. P-L-A-N-T or is yeah, there plant. an E just, at the end? No, no. Just yeah. the regular, like, plants. Yeah. Yeah. Jacques Plant. That seems yeah. like a place not I would <laughs> avoid, like the plant. Not Robert Plant. Or isn't, does he have an E at the end? No, he you know that one. Miss that, Paul. I, I did miss it. It's, I said it sounds like a place I'd avoid, like the play. <laughs> yes, it, w- it it is. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, no you meat. Were, yes. You and I. You and I. <laughs> right. Fred walks in the door, and the the, the maitre d' is like, "We don't serve your kind." In it's here. like when you go into microbrews. Can I get a little? You mean light? like <laughs> and they look at you? Like, yeah. They don't serve my kind. You, you mean oh. men? <laughs> right. He goes in there to start fights with people. <laughs> you mean? Men. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. We're not oh, that's done. it. We're yeah. Not done. We got Come four on. Left. What do you got? Another no, meeting? I, oh, yeah, please. I do actually. Yeah. A lot of he meetings. always has got a lot. A lot of meetings. Yep. Um, so that's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. We'll be back on Thursday with another one. So who knows what can happen between now and then? With the shadow. We'll find oh. out. Talk to you then. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.